plan B technically what 72 hours right. but I, that's a lot of time that an egg could get fertilized right and it's also kind of like what are you doing for those three days Raina You're what like, are you doing I'm not sure like you know what I mean like <laughs> ask Raina <laughs> listen I'm busy I gotta lay out I eat a lot of snacks okay of Girls Gotta Eat. Welcome back. Summer's almost over. Yes. No, actually it's not. I hate summer. It's not even September. Anyways, guys. It's close. (laughs) We're almost there. Thanks to FabFitFun for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value over $200. Use coupon code GGE for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. Also, thanks to Liquid IV for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Liquid IV hydrates you two to three times faster and more efficiently than water alone with an added bonus of vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. Get 25% off at liquidiv.com when you use code GGE at checkout. Yes, thanks to HelloFresh for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. HelloFresh shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. For $80 off your first month, go to hellofresh.com slash GGE80 and use the code GGE80. Finally, thanks to Ritual for supporting Girls Gotta Eat. Better health doesn't happen overnight. That's why there is Ritual, the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Ritual is offering you 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash GGE to start your ritual today. All right. Speaking of today, great episode. It's my parents' anniversary today. Is it really? Yeah. If you're listening on August 19th, it's their anniversary, 41st. Wait, that's crazy. My mom, this is so crazy. My mom told me, I saw her yesterday and she was like, today would have been my 40th anniversary with your dad. Really? So our parents got married the, the same, same week. Time. The, yeah, the same time. Isn't that so crazy? That is so crazy. It's anyway. weird to me to think like my parents got divorced like, oh gosh, like 30 years ago. So it's crazy. Anyways, um, great episode. We're talking about fertility and freezing your eggs today. Oh man, I'm, I'm so excited about this. I have friends doing this. I didn't know what went into it till really in the last year or so because it's something that I've never really considered, but it's something that's people want to know about in their 20s and their 30s and we have the best guests to talk about it. Yes, we searched for a long time for the right guest for this. We wanted somebody who could speak knowledgeably about it, but also be really funny. So we have our friend, Dr. Sean, coming on. Um, Celeb gynecologist. <laughs> the vaginas he's seen. I, you, uh, spoiler alert, it's somebody in this room. <laughs> Also, guys, get so excited because we have Meryl coming in hot later. You guys have asked us to bring her on. And she actually did some fertility treatments recently. We'll get to it. We're not going to give you any spoilers. Whatever. She froze her eggs. And um, after, with we've never done this where we've had two guests. But after Dr. Sean, he's going to tag gonna- team Meryl in. I'm excited. We'll do a separate episode. I mean, I've always wanted to do an episode about like child planning and like when to have kids. Do you never. If people have asked you like, you know, Ashley, you don't have kids. How do you discuss that with your partner? And I definitely want to do an episode like that down the road. But this is just strictly like, how do you test your fertility? What is egg freezing? Things like that. Yeah. Um, all these things you guys want to know. And age, ages, what ages are appropriate to do it at, the pricing, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, we'll have Dr. Sean, then we'll have Meryl. I'm so excited to I'm have so her on. Excited. Finally, make her girls got to eat to view. We only talk about her every other week. Her voice is so soothing. Wait, do you guys hear know, it? It's very ASMR. I could go to sleep to it. Okay. Also, this intro is going to be short. Um, we're going to do, if you're listening today, we both just got back. Ashley's in Atlanta today. I just got back from Chicago. We just got back from Dewey. So um, next week we'll record an update. I know you guys want to know. We knew this episode is going to be long <laughs> and we're recording it before we go to Dewey. So next week, 
last last summer, my favorite episode was, I'll just say it, low-key favorite episode, high-key actually, is can you turn a vacation ship into a relationship? And the whole first half of it was all about Dewey Beach. Your first time in Dewey Beach is about Matt Hesseltine and world famous everything. And I, I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? At this point, we don't know. Matt and I are getting tattoos together. Oh, shit. I can't wait. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Is Matt you- not going to do it? You guys are going to do it this... You're going to try to do it in Dewey? Oh, yeah. I didn't. Have you talked to Matt about this? He has like a special tattoo artist. Oh, well, then I will text Matt today. We're doing <laughs> it. It's happening. I'm going to come back with a girl. Oh, me and Matt are going to come back with a girl who's got to eat tattoos. You're not. Uh, <laughs> okay. You know what? <laughs> Next week, guys, you'll hear if this actually happened. And uh, we'll give you a, a full recap. Yeah. But um, before we jump into the episode, we do have an announcement about ticket sales and new cities. Um, you guys have been asking about certain cities, um, so we couldn't say no. So we have added St. Louis and New Orleans to our roster for yes. the fall. Oh, my gosh. Um, we will be in New Orleans on November 14th, and we will be in St. Louis on November 15th. Yes. We are so excited. We were just like, let's do it getting a lot of requests for it. Who doesn't want to go to New Orleans? I'm excited for St. Louis. Some of these cities I've never been to. I always fall in love with them. And we added a extra Columbus night. So Columbus Day. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> um, the Monday before the Tuesday show. What's the I don't know it's the, the date. 23rd. It's 23rd. 23rd. Um, that sold out so quickly and you guys wanted tickets. So we added a night, even though we said we weren't going to. Yeah. So Columbus, Monday and Tuesday. And that's in September. And Atlanta... Okay, here's what we're doing in Atlanta. Um, <laughs> we our center stage so our center stage show is sold out. We are going to do a more intimate show the night before, so October twenty third. Well, you stumped me. Twenty fourth, third. While you're talking, okay. I will confirm. So. Whatever. The night before our big center stage show, we are going to do a more intimate show at the Punchline in Atlanta. Uh, it's a great club. Um, I, per- I performed there before. I, I love it. And that's going to be a more intimate comedy experience. So it'll be kind of more what we do at the comedy clubs. You'll get a lot of the same stuff that you're going to see the next night, obviously, just without all the <laughs> fireworks, all the fireworks, all the pyro. Um, it's the 24th. It's Thursday, the 24th. Okay. So Thursday, the 24th, t- 10 p.m. is start time. So actually, interestingly enough, our friend Sam Morell is performing there before us. So we're basically taking the late show. Uh, Going to be great. Late show, intimate, really cool. Drunk. If you guys come drunk. We don't fucking care. It's 10 p.m. Uh, if you didn't get tickets to the center stage show or if you did and you want to see us twice, uh, come to that show that obviously on our website will be tickets for that. But that's that's really because of our schedule. We couldn't do another and their schedule. We couldn't do another night at center stage. We'll come back to Atlanta. We'll do another big theater show. But unfortunately, we weren't able to do that. So we we're like, let's just let's give you guys something. We love Atlanta. We're so excited about the listeners there and you guys wanting to come to our show. So badly. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. I know that we want to give you guys like big picture just so that you know, which you always say like, are you going to come to this city in the city? I know that we need to come to Houston and San Diego. We will group those with the rest of the state when we're there, but these are our last fall tour dates. We are not adding more dates. These are the cities we're going to be in. So if you want to see us come to these cities, this is the last shows we're doing except for New York. Um, yeah, through the fall. But we'll be, well, yeah, I mean, we're looking at, we're looking at San Diego, LA, that kind of stuff early, early to 2020. Yeah. Uh, absolutely Houston. We'll route that with Dallas and Austin and do it right this time. Um, we'll start making the rounds again. Chicago, obviously we're coming back to Chicago. So yeah, we're, it's just going to be next year. Yeah. So if you're like, I can't live if I don't see girls going to eat one more time, come to New Orleans. <laughs> it's got to be these ones. New um, Orleans. Whew, that theater is awesome. It's big. It's going to be a lit night. I can't imagine how much fun it's going to be to perform that. Joy point. Theater. Ever heard of it? It's only my middle name. <laughs> can't believe your middle name is Joy. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It 
It's like it's like saying slut. It's my middle name. Like Joy. It's my middle name. Joy is my middle name. It's also my mom's middle name, but I feel like it's more appropriate for her. She is like a really happy, Bye, kind Joy. person. <laughs> You're a happy person. Uh, You're nice to me I most guess. of the time. Whatever. Sometimes. I have a good heart. I Whatever. Think. Um. <laughs> Anyways, um, I just like to make it clear because we get messages from you guys. I'm traveling to the city. Do you have anything coming up? We don't for the rest of 2019. We're just doing a New York show for the holidays. That will be it. I think. I don't know. No, I it might is. bully Ashley into Martian. I'm just kidding. No, That's it. <laughs> we're looking at Australia for the winner. We're looking at Australia. Uh, love for you guys in Australia to tell us where we should go. Obviously, we're looking at like Melbourne and Sydney. Um, but I've been wanting to go there forever, my whole life. It's my number one bucket list item, and so we are hopefully going to be doing that in like January. We're just giving out all this stuff right I now. I might not come back from Melbourne. Oh, I can't wait. I'm, I mean, do, I don't know if you fully understand what's going to happen the first time I get to meet a koala in the in the wild, like in the flesh. Like it's going to be tears. It's be waterworks i can't even i can't think about it like i don't know if you guys know this about me i'm obsessed with koalas i follow every possible koala instagram account there is i just like i can't wait to meet one oh i've said this before in the podcast uh and these people koala. dm me and said that they have chlamydia please don't do that i get it. i know they're they're actually gonna come back with chlamydia it's the fine. chlamydia issue is, is I, I get it i know about it i don't need you to remind me it's really sad and uh anyway save the koalas <laughs> um, STD, yeah. std test all your koalas <laughs> that is it use um, condoms god damn it actually stay safe out there um next week will be our last episode that we record in this apartment are you okay i don't know if i'm okay i'm gonna we be might do two more here. i'm gonna be great well you're right all right let's, we'll not, let you let's know. not jump the gun we'll let you know we'll do some stories blow our load um, but um as always stupidlivershows.com for those tickets check them out come to our shows we can't wait to meet you guys in all these cities thank you um for giving us your money and coming to the shows yeah and sorry there's not more personal anecdotes in this intro but like we said we have such a special episode with two special guests so you want to kick it off right now yeah um so we are really excited we have uh, in the house studio with us and dewey a good friend of ours he is an OBGYN. he is had a practice in New York City for 15 years in the Upper East Side. He is currently the director of labor and delivery in New York City at a very prestigious hospital. <laughs> you might have heard us on his podcast, Your V Life. He has also been between Ashley's legs and oh seen God. her vagina. <laughs> Please welcome to the house studio with us and Dewey, Dr. Sean Henry. Hey guys, what's up? How's How are it you? It's great. How is Ashley's vagina it for was you? Good. Pap Stewart came back perfect. First <laughs> guest that has fingered me. <laughs> <laughs> And touched your titties. <laughs> Leave the hell. He's the only checked out. Second right. and third base. We skipped first. Yeah. Only guest that's seen more of Ashley's body than I have. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I have to tell you, I was on my way over here. I was talking to this guy that I'm dating, and I was like, I think we'll just maybe Facetime you while he's there, um, and I'm gonna have you guess which vagina he's looking at. <laughs> what? Wait, hold on. What are you saying? I was on my way over here. I was talking to this guy that I'm seeing. I heard I that like, part. Well. <laughs> I heard it. Like, I just, I, heard I, need, yeah, I was like, it. I think we'll just get like examinations while he's there. I'm going to have Dr. Sean FaceTime you and I'm going to make you guess which one is mine. Oh, like out of me and you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, like, this is sick. <laughs> but you, you're kind of into it now though, huh? <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking to his best friend. So yeah. that we'll make them both guess. Both guess. <laughs> he was like, that looks like a familiar landscape that I, uh, that I recognize. <laughs> What are we oh my about? gosh, we're off to the races. Also, just feel free to like get right up in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Never been a problem before. <laughs> Again, guys, talking about the mics. <laughs> we said to this sweet little girl we had on a couple weeks ago, I was like, just feel free to eat it. And Raina was like, she means her pussy. And I'm like, Raina. <laughs> 
I'm not happy unless everybody is uncomfortable from start to finish on this podcast. Perfect, perfect. Um, um, but we're going to talk to you, I'm Rep Ashley. We're going to talk to you today about fertility. We're right. going to talk about egg retrieval, right. IVF, all these things. You're an expert. I thought you could, yeah. well, that's about, you can introduce yourself. Yeah, so what's up? <laughs> so basically, um, so it's, you know, it's a, particularly nowadays, it's a huge, it's a huge topic, right? Particularly in New York. Wait, um, I need to back up. You yeah. are, we're not going to say any names, yeah. but you are, you were yes. a celeb yes. guy now. Yes. And Which comes with its own set of issues. Yeah, right. <laughs> but like you've told some crazy stories. Clearly yeah. you, if you have a, uh, what is the word? Pri- privacy. What's the word? Yeah. 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 Private you, practice? No. Like you oh, can't talk like about it. NDA. Yeah. yeah. Or is that what he had to sign before he went down on you? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, similar. Like, Ashley's similar like, concept. I'm part of your celebrity practice. That's right. <laughs> but you, I, I wish I could say the names, but yeah. like but sometimes huge you get, yeah. celebrities. You'll get, with, with a celebrity clientele, sometimes you get like, you have to put up with a lot. It's not just like, you know, it's because they're a little more demanding. Because, yeah, they so think like you're three like in the on morning, call. like yeah. on a Sunday, you get like a text that's like, I think I have an infection. I'm like, yeah, I'm sleeping. Oh, like my it's gosh. Three o'clock in the you, yeah. Like if you're in labor, call me. Right. But like if you're itchy, maybe you can wait till like seven. I, <laughs> okay. Did you, again, no names, but I feel like you told us a story when we met that somebody like got something stuck up in that. Oh, yeah, that's pretty common. Models. They do. Yeah. That. Well, I mean, that's not just mine. I mean, was it grapes? It's grapes, yeah. I what? I, yeah, I've had so I have such a good memory. No, Wait, why grapes? grapes? I don't know what they were doing, but there were grapes in there. There but, were like four green grapes up <laughs> there. I, don't, what? I pulled a rabbit's foot out of someone's vagina. A rabbit's foot keychain once out of someone's vagina. Listen, we're going to scrap this episode. I only want to hear about stuff you <laughs> I know, out of people's I bodies. Know. Okay, what are other weird things you've taken so out that of people's story, bodies? Okay, it was, uh, that's the weirdest thing I've ever pulled out. But so, so the weirdest part about that story was that um, the person the thought grapes. there was a, di- like a like a playing dice in their vagina. And I was what? Like, yeah, but what it actually ended up being was a... Like, I don't even know where you buy one of those rabbit's feet anymore. Like, you remember you know those two-tone rabbit's foot Of course. Toys? You can buy them in Times Square. Oh, you can? <laughs> oh, sure. Like, was it you? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, do you want to look at my vagina? So like, it's one thing, like, okay, a die. It's a little bit weird, but it's nothing like, you know. Right, the but die. I there was like a dead animal in there. So I put the speculum in, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I pulled it out, and it was a rabbit's foot keychain. And I go... No memory of this, or <laughs> oh <laughs> my god, yeah, yeah, how is this even possible? I just think that people, you know, whether they're intoxicated or they're whatever, and things just kind of get. I have never been so intoxicated. I'm like, let's see what'll fit there, yeah. No, but you'd be surprised. I am surprised. Anything yeah. else crazy? Um, well, let's see. So, rabbit's feet, the most common thing is like usually just like there's a lot of condoms are very common, they get like lodged on the yeah. Stomachs. So, I would say, like, and to be honest, what's the most common once a week, no joke, once a week. Every year for 15 years is a left-in tampon, which is like... Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Oh, I have a story. Raina, I, this happened to me in college. Right. And, no, uh, it's, it's terrifying, right? They had to, I went to the clinic and they had to like pull it out. I mean, right. I thought I had an STD because right. well, it starts well, to smell. Right. When um, also Raina swells. can't look. She, this, she knows the full story. Right. And uh, like yeah. Also, it also gets to be like the size of like a like a dishwash sponge. Like it's like huge. Well, and I didn't look, but they had to call in for backup and like <laughs> pull it out <laughs> and like and you put it, use that room the rest put it in this little lunchbox <laughs> thing. And like, what? yeah, no, it's really, it's really, well, they were, they were like, it's, this is so graphic. I mean, whatever. It happens to the best of us. No, they happens, they were like, common. it's going to really smell bad. Right, right, so, right. And I was, I just like covered my nose until it was over. And then I was so excited that I didn't have an STD that I right. had to fuck so somebody that night. Right. Well, usually what happens is it's always a Monday morning too, right? So people go out totally. And so they, they're probably drinking or whatever, and they're, they're not in a sober mind. And they go to the bathroom, and they think that they took the old one out, and they put another one in. 
Ah, uh, yes. Well, I had been putting another one in. Like, right, I, and I think I, I think I had sex. Like, it was right. well, that's a bad kind of tragic situation. For whoever that guy was. Because right? yeah. it gets to be that. Like, like if he didn't oh, feel that, then like he probably should have been. When sleeping you with him said anyway. it became the size of a dish sponge, no, I, I mean, it's huge. I mean, it gets it's. I wish I would have looked now. Right. I don't know. It was. It was. Well, it's bound to happen again. But there was. It was the best story because <laughs> I had no. I had zero inclination that that was what it was. Right. I was like, I have an well, STD. Because like, people feel really bad too. Like, like, and look, it happens, right? It's, it's, it's just happens. It's like, but people get so upset about you know? that. Like, I was like, so happy. That's all it right. was. Well, I think once they. Once you tell them what it is, they're embarrassed that they forgot, and like yeah. they feel like like you know why you guys know me. Like, yeah. I, I'm the least judgmental person in the world. Right. I don't care. Like I'm just glad. It's, I mean, you could die from that, right? Uh, right. Get, exactly. Toxic, toxic shock, shock syndrome. syndrome. But I mean, you'll know because it starts. Right. 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 Well, you know something's to up. To smell. But I, I was never so happy in my life. Right. For no. The, yeah. They immediately were like, "We know what this is." No, I, I, I know right away. <laughs> sometimes I walk in, I'm like, "Okay." You, you walk into the room right. and you right. can smell it. We have a room. Oh. It's room one. We only, we only use room, room one. Yeah. That was me <laughs> at oh Redfern Clinic in Clemson. Um, I thought we were never going to have to talk about this again. Here we are. <laughs> I finally stopped having nightmares about it. Here we are again. There we are. Um, okay. So anyway, I just had to say. Right. A-list clientele. Yes. I wish I could say just. All right. You know what? Forget <laughs> it. Um, just the biggest female celebrities, actresses, singers, models. You yeah. can imagine. Not Beyonce. No. But Except same Beyonce. level. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Lots of models. Yeah. They're the ones with the rabbit feet and the grapes and all that. <laughs> I don't understand grapes. This is so great. Oh, whatever. Well, Rana, here's what I'm line. thinking. That they were like, they had an anal bead vibe in their head. So they just started shoving grapes up there. Well, the thing is, I was impressed that they were still intact. Yeah, like, that's... really um, easy to break a grape. Absolutely. Let's, <laughs> let's kind of crush nice, grapes with our pussy You have a nice, soft, cushy vagina if you yeah, can keep yeah. a grape in there. That's how you know it's soft. Well, but the thing was, <laughs> as I was taking them out, like I, I broke one. Like, it's hard to like, you know, you're like... Because they're like jammed in there. And yeah. You're like, you're like trying to pull them out with a sense of why broke. Do you think if you keep out. grapes in your vagina long enough, they turn into wine? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what better place for fermentation for than inside your vagina? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we are fucked up. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised I've never thought of that, that before. I'm sorry. That joke. Yeah, that was good. Was vagina good. wine is. <laughs> vagina Listen, thing. it's ours. We own it. Would it's you call it the wine? Yeah. <laughs> no. That didn't hit. I'm trying to think of what I would call it. Yeah. <laughs> Pussy Noir. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So Great. we right. we want to talk about fertility. Yeah, okay, today. so let's look yeah. Yes. And we have a we've we women of all ages that listen right. to this, but we do have a lot of younger listeners. Sure. And I find it fascinating that you say that you have w- women come in at Early twenties. Yeah. That well, I think particularly in New York, there's a, a type a, a kind of woman in New yeah. York. Are, if they come in, they're like twenty four years old. And they want to like freeze their eggs. I'm like, yeah. well, let's see how the weekend goes. Like, let's just, like, <laughs> like, let's just give it. Right, some time. maybe you'll get pregnant this weekend. Right, I'm just saying, like, we have like the best audience. They're yeah. so great. We ask for questions, and so we wanted to sort of like see what people want to talk about. So sure. we're going to talk to you about today about yeah. like freezing eggs, sure. uh, testing fertility, ages sure. you should do it at, okay. cost. Okay, All right, we'll maybe, maybe I jump the gun. Maybe I jumped the gun because one of the main questions we got, which I actually don't know the answer to this, and I've never thought about this in my life because I don't want children. But they asked, how do I know if I'm fertile? Right. So the, the best thing. Raina it, said, let someone come inside you and see what happens. <laughs> okay, you may, I'm, I'm I don't friend. know if I'm fertile because I let people do that all the time. Right, right. I don't, maybe I can't have kids. <laughs> Different episode. <laughs> 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 Might be grass. Okay. So, do you get this a lot? You, I, all the time. Okay. So, I, it's very common. I also think it's a normal fear. I, we look fundamentally. 
if you just think about just the fundamental difference between men and women, like it's something that men just never have to think about, right? Mm-hmm. So it's on women, a lot of women's minds from a very young age. Just, just this whole thing, like this whole like built up idea of like getting married, having a kid. Like so, yeah. as you get older, the the anxiety that comes with that builds and builds and builds. Mm-hmm. But what I'm seeing is that now it's starting much earlier, right? And so you you don't really unless you're ready to start having kids. In your 20s, there's no reason to start obsessing about this, right? Because it's just not. Why do you think, I'm just trying to get get the mindset in my head of why you want to know before you even would start having kids. Well, that's the whole thing. I just think it's anxiety. Anxiety, yeah. It's it's not, you know, there's, and as I said, I think the most important thing is age, right? So if we're talking about when you start thinking about it, you know, if you're in your 20s, one, I don't think you should be thinking about it at all, unless unless it's, you know, you're ready to have kids. But but going to get your fertility, fertility tested, you know, in your early, early to mid twenties, late twenties, when you're not even entertaining the idea of actually getting pregnant, it's only going to be anxiety producing, right? Right. And to get accurate fertility testing, usually you have, to, you have to come off your birth control, and so I mean, most women in New York are on birth control, right? And so, but they'll come in and they'll say like, "Oh, I want to know if I can get pregnant." I'm like, well, "Okay, we well, have to come off your birth." And then the idea of coming off your birth control is also another thing. We're like, "Well, what am I going to do?" I'm like, "Well, listen, that's my whole point. Like, there's no point in doing this right now. There's so, no point. Well, what, but then, what do you do? Right. So, well, the thing is, that is probably the most common question is like, I, I don't even know if, if I am fertile. So, right. So then, I think a lot of women are like, I've been on birth control my whole life. Right. I've never gotten pregnant. And Ashton right. is like, well, because it works. It is. The most common scenario is you come off of it and most people will get pregnant, right? Yeah. And so, but it does, it can take up to six months just to get regular periods once you come off birth control, particularly if you've been on it for years. So your ovaries have basically been suppressed for, for years. And so mm-hmm. um, it just takes time for this whole system to reboot itself. And so it's not just your ovaries, right? This is, you're basically suppressing the birth control pills and um, the NuvaRing, all those things are hormones ways of, of blocking ovulation. Right? So ovulation is a fancy word for every month women in between in your brain there's a pituitary glands, right? And that's that sync uh, releases in a very specific um, set of pulsations to stimulate your ovary to release an egg, right? So what the birth control does is it's blocking that, right? So you're ah. doing that for years. So after 10 years, it just needs a couple months to, to kickstart itself, right? And that's normal. Which uh, I think people would want to hear that. Right. So, like, yeah, that's I'm so a, glad I tell you people said it. Yeah, but it's good that you, because again, people will call me like, uh, the thing is, I'll get a message and, or an email, I'll say like, I came off my birth control and I, and I haven't been able to get pregnant. And you, when you actually answer it and they're like, Why, when did you come on? When did you stop it? They're like, oh, a month ago. I'm like, oh, relax, Gina. Like, it just takes some time. Karen, take but, it down a notch. Do you call everybody Gina? I can just see you doing this. Yeah, Somebody's Gina's name is Sarah Karen. and you just Gina call them Karen. Gina. Gina's Karen. And if it's like above 50, so she's Blanche. Right? <laughs> <laughs> a little more respectful. Be a bit respectful. Right? But if you're not on birth control, the best indication of your fertility is whether you're getting regular periods. Mm-hmm. So if, you're, if you're not on any kind of birth control and you're getting regular periods, periods, you're probably fertile. Okay. And right, so that's what is, when you say oh, regular, okay. every 28 days or is every like 30, no, like give, or take, right, give or take five or seven days. But okay. so most women, that, you know, when you read a textbook, it'll say a normal cycle is 28 days, but plus or minus, you know, five to seven days. And you, right. And, you know, if you're regular, right, or not. If you, even if you got it every six weeks, um, that's on the upper level of normal, but okay. if you're getting them in a, in a predictable regular pattern, then that's a, that's a very good indication that you're fertile. Okay. And, and then more if, like every 35 days. I was right. always wondering if and that was right, So 35 is like the higher end of, of, right, of the regular right. cycle. And so, okay. so this is important too when you're, when you're trying to get pregnant. So in a 28-day cycle, um, you, you, most people ovulate midway, so day 14, right? And so that's when the most likely time to get pregnant. And again, this is also why a lot of people don't get pregnant. Is they, and it's, this is why I think shows like this and when we had our podcast, about women's health or even why I went into women's health is um, 
as progressive as we become as a society, women's health in general is very underserved. And I think mm-hmm. it's shocking that you can talk to someone who's very intelligent and like, they know nothing about their body, right? They don't know nothing about how their period works. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're like, like, I can't get pregnant. I'm like, well, when are you? When are you having sex? And like, oh, like the day after my, like my period ends. I'm like, well, that's, no one's going to get pregnant. Well, and it's right? funny because I feel like I only realized in recent years that, that how right. that works. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. So it's, I think that's how, it's good to talk about it. You know, you guys have a huge audience and I think it's it'll be helpful, hopefully to a lot of people just to, just to even know how your freaking period works. So, okay, right? so, this is my question. Yeah. Is When we talk about days, it, when you end your period, right. the last day of your period, is the next day, day, day one? one? Right. Okay, right. so two weeks after that, okay. Right, so you count in. So, so you know, you actually would count on the, so the first day of your period, right? It depends on how many That's days your day one. Are, right. So if you say it's oh. a day cycle, it would be 14 days in from the first day of your From the first day of your, your period. period. Right. I didn't know this. Right. And then when you 14. go to the gyno and they're like, when was your last period? I'm like, what? I don't. But I don't know. Right, right. But it's important when, when things like this are happening. Right. right. And so, and a lot of times, you know, and again, particularly in where we live, women are working a lot. They're traveling a lot. Or their partners are traveling a lot. And so, so a lot of times it's not, they, they go into an immediate panic and they think they, they, they can't get pregnant. But in fact, it's just a lot of times it's timing. Right. And so you'll talk, when you actually talk to the patient, they'll say like, oh, my husband travels, you know, six out of seven days a week. Okay, well, did you add that into the three days or four days where you're actually fertile? Right. So you, you can't get pregnant. It's just your timing is off. And so yeah. a lot of this is just about debunking people's fears, I think. And, and if you actually straighten it out, and, and I, I really do believe this, and it's not because I'm some guru or something like that, but a lot of times it's just diffusing that anxiety. And people will go, I've been in my period in three months. And they'll make an appointment, they come in, they're crying. And you talk to them, and like literally the next day, they'll be like, oh, I got it. Right. Like, you, you just need to relax. Because, well, it, yeah, Blanche. Um, <laughs> and also, I, I mean, if you don't have regular periods, right. doesn't mean you're not fertile. Right, I mean, right. I have a, f- a friend of mine, she's four kids, and she just kept being like, I'm not, I can't have a kid. I don't even get my period. Kid number three. That's crazy. And then it was the, the fourth one happened the week before her husband's scheduled vasectomy. Oh, God. Why? Like, I had a patient. But she's the best mom ever. Was, she um, just is. Five kids. Mm-hmm. And she had an IUD. She got a copper IUD. And this is not, not to say anything bad about After IUDs. After the fifth kid? Right. So, and IUDs she's in general. Like, I can't are get 90, pregnant again. I'll yes, die. 99.9% effective, right? IUDs in general. Yeah. And she, but you know, because she's been pregnant five times, she felt like she was pregnant. And so she came into the office, did an ultrasound, and sure enough, she was pregnant with an IUD. I had a friend that happened to She's like, how did this happen? I go, basically, the baby's holding IUD and, like, giving you the finger. That yes. is so crazy. Yeah. So, and, I know, and again, that's a whole other, like, people, the terrifying experience, right? And so. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously, we're, we want to get into the, the main topic yeah. of fertility and everything else, but we're going to take a quick break to yeah. talk to, about some of our partners for this episode. First up, we have Liquid IV. I am super passionate about this brand. It is the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. So what they are, they're these little individually wrapped packages that hydrate you two to three times faster and more efficiently than water. So it's powder, you throw it in a glass of water. It has added bonuses of vitamin C, B3, B5, B6, and B12. They really hydrate you. If I am even the slightest bit hungover or just feeling dehydrated for whatever reason, haven't been drinking enough water, been working out a lot, whatever, I will throw one of these in, have it to start my day. I feel immediately better. They also have one you can take before you go to bed at night. So that's the real hangover one. We are loving these. We've been bringing them on the on the road with us. I had one this morning, actually. One of your friends pulled out of her purse. Yes. I had a lime one this morning. We had 20 bottles of rosé last night, <laughs> and I felt I feel great. I'm telling you. I, I mean, 
they really, really work. There's all the science behind it and how it does hydrate you and help, helps your body absorb more of the water and the nutrients directly into your bloodstream. Uh, great for jet lag. Anything that dehydrates you, incredible. I've seen so many people use these. I feel like this is the new thing. If you don't have a liquid IB package on you at all times, you're missing out. And I love that they give back too. So they have donated 1.5 million sticks to date to places like Haiti, Uganda, Puerto Rico, and most recently Nepal. So with every purchase you make, liquid IB donates a serving to someone in need around the world, which is just incredible. The flavors are great. I prefer the lemon lime. There's passion fruit. There's acai. There's a blueberry lemonade. I think that's the one that you take at night before you go to bed. And we're just loving them. The one you go to bed also has melatonin in it, which is great. So it helps you sleep and wake up more hydrated. Again, no one wants to be dehydrated. You feel like crap, your skin, your hair, everything suffers. So these liquid IV packets really are going to be a game changer. Don't wait. Start properly hydrating today. Right now, get 25% off at liquidiv.com when you use code GGE at checkout. That's 25% off at liquidiv.com and use GGE at checkout. One more time, go to liquidiv.com and enter our promo code GGE to get your savings and start getting better hydration today. Oh, I can't say enough good things about it. Okay. Speaking of good things to put in your body, um, we're talking about HelloFresh. So we've teamed up with yes. them. They're offering everyone in our audience $80 off your first month when you go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE80 and use the code GGE80. Um, I'm such a huge fan of this company. Mm -hmm. I love to cook and I am so excited about cooking, but I never go to the grocery store and I never have ingredients on hand. So they send you pre-packaged, pre-measured meal kits. They come with these great meal cards. There's six steps. Everything takes... 30 minutes. It's super simple. Honestly, I am probably like more of an expert at cooking, but if you don't know anything about cooking, they make this super easy yeah. and the recipe cards are so great and you can save them. Everything is so creative. I've honestly never made a meal that I didn't like and you can try all kinds of different stuff. So they have kid-friendly stuff, they have vegan, vegetarian, they have all mm -hmm. kinds of stuff. They have Mexican, Italian. You recently made something like last week. What did you make? I made chicken tacos. They had like a salsa, like a pineapple flavored salsa, like a fruity salsa, which I love. I love the big pasta dishes. Again, I've said this before. If I'm making it just for myself, I'll make it at night and I'll have the the rest for leftovers the next day. I'm moving into a new apartment that has a fancier kitchen. I have more counter space. I'm going to be cooking all the time. And HelloFresh is how I started cooking in the first place a couple years back. So right. I'm a huge fan. And they make it really simple. So whether you're like, an, it's also fun for like a date night or a girl's night. And then finally, they do make it really simple to change your delivery days, your food preferences, or skip a week whenever you want. So it's sort of a no-brainer to me. I think it's really fun and a really worthwhile um, company. We're giving you guys a discount as always. Again, for $80 off your first month, you can go to HelloFresh.com slash GGE80 and use the code GGE80. Cool. Okay. So we're back. Okay, now great. that we're back, I want to jump into, I think a lot, what we'll talk about today mostly is egg fertilization, okay. but I think you were saying before we started recording, you look at somebody's age and right. you're like, okay, I make a diagnosis for, do you want IVF? Do you want to stimulate right. the ovaries? Do you want egg retrieval? So like, Maybe you could talk a little bit about sure. like age and like Wait, what so you I should be doing. And what, will you just turn someone away at like 22? Or are you like, get out of here? Well, no, I'm just, you know, I'm just like, you know, <laughs> maybe like a pat on the back. Like, don't worry, champ. Yeah. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Right? Um, but again, it's interesting because it's the, the, the flip side, like when, I just remember like when I was in my 20s, most of my friends were worried about just the thought of getting pregnant was terrifying. Right. But now people are coming in like, do you think I can get pregnant? I'm like, well, do you want to be? Like, you're, you're in college. Like, <laughs> like let's, let's take it step by step. Or just look at a dick. You'll get pregnant. <laughs> like, you're 19. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, so people come in. Um, so we're going to talk about egg, egg freezing or egg retrieval, right? So it's huge now, right? And so it's, it's particularly, you know, as I said, probably in any big city, but especially here in New York, like 
it's it's like people talk about it all the time and because we're like people do stuff later in life sure you know, that's, it makes, it makes sense, sense yeah right? so and again I understand like some people and a lot of times a lot of my patients will say well my mom's offered to pay for it like she wants me to have like it's like an insurance policy I hear that a lot which I think it's interesting right I think it's cool in a way that your mom's like I'd hey, love champ. my mom to pay for it hey <laughs> champ yeah right so let's freeze those babies yeah so <laughs> or sometimes people work will pay for it I've heard of that too yeah, that, yeah I've had a, I've had a friend that she was like did that right before she quit her job. She was like, I'm going to have them take care of this. That's right. May as well. That's great. I think in New York, women, a lot of women in major cities, not just New York, like work and work and work and work. And then they're like 30 and they're like, should I start thinking about this now? Right. So what I usually tell people to do is, and again, you have to take each case case by case, right? And so this is like, not notwithstanding, this is some with other medical problems. So if you have other comorbidities, like say you're diabetic or like other things that can affect your fertility, then, then that's, a whole, you know, that's a whole other set of issues, right? And so you may want to start it earlier or you have to be more, depending on someone's age, be more intense about it. Mm-hmm. People, oh, so everyone's uh, f- fertility or fer- the fancy word for that is fecundity. What? Right? Fecundity. That sounds sexual. Right. That no. sounds like a, f- it sounds like you made that up. No. <laughs> Sean out here making up words. No, so that's what that's what fecundity. The word. Fecundity. That's someone's ability to get pregnant. And so, okay. so it starts to decrease for everyone at thirty-five. Okay. And so each year after thirty-five, it goes down significantly. So by wow. the time you're forty, it's fairly difficult to get pregnant without any assistance in right. general. So, so someone say that comes in like early thirties, right? And and again. It, it ranges with the, 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 the degree of panic, right? So some people are just like, hey, I just want to talk about this, right? And that's 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 healthy. Right. But sometimes people come in, like, their tears are already flowing. Uh-huh. And, like, it's, there's not even a problem yet, right? So you have to be like, listen, there's no reason to think that you, like, what's your game plan here? Like, what what do you want to do? Like, when do you want to get pregnant? When Like, what is your, like, why do you want to freeze your eggs? Mm-hmm. So, and again, I think the most, the best time to start thinking about it is if you can't, if it's something you really want to do, right? So say, and again, everyone's different reasons, but if you're not in a relationship, you don't foresee yourself being in a relationship, but you want to get married. So there's all these different scenarios. Absolutely. And the scenarios usually that I hear is like, they, they have this idea of what they want or this old school fairy tale of like getting married and, you know, which is, <laughs> I think, kind of antiquated in a way. But For like, sure. Um, so I also try to break that down a little bit, like, because they, they, once you start talking about this, you can't believe how people sometimes will, like, unravel, right? Like, I think uh-huh. it's just a very real fear that, like, right. your whole, especially, like, growing up in the Midwest, in the South, yes, you're 30 years old, you're an old maid, you haven't done these things, and so the panic that starts to set in, right. like, I have made all the wrong decisions, and I don't right. have a and husband. You could be, like, the and, CEO of a huge company. Absolutely. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I'm a failure. Well, it's a matter of how right. you pictured your life. So, I mean, even I pictured my life differently a year ago. And I think we're helping people a lot of times actually think about what they really want out of life. But I mean, if you really thought your entire life you were going to get married and have kids and you are at an age and you think it might not happen, you're freaking out. Right, right. I think sometimes people also think it's easier than it actually is. Like, I think they really just believe you show up one day in the office and Uh, you harvest like 30 eggs and like you put them in a... Okay. So there's a process to it. So, But if it's something you really want to do and as I said, it's... um, you're going to get more eggs the earlier you do it, right? So, you, so some, and in general, so someone who's 30 is going to get, get more eggs during the egg retrieval process than someone who's 41. Absolutely. Right? So okay. Usually what we do is when you start worrying about fertility is there's a couple blood tests you can do. And again, you have to be off birth control because the hormones in the birth control are going to make, make yeah. the blood tests inaccurate. So, so if you're off the thing, so you do, the first test that we use now, it's called it's called AMH, right? And so um, it stands for you know it's too technical, but just, you know, it's an AMH. Test. Well, you're making up words already, so just <laughs> okay. right, so we usually, already don't trust you. Yeah. <laughs> 
and, you, and I've checked your vagina. Right. <laughs> Zero <laughs> trust. All the A-listers you that might, come to you. Yeah, you might want to get that redone. That, oh, that, my that God. Smear. Just go somewhere else. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so AMH is, um, it's called anti-malarian hormone. So what it does basically is it's a blood, simple blood test that doesn't necessarily need to be timed. A lot of these other hormonal blood tests, you have to be like the third day of your period. Uh, the AMH test, it tells us what your what the ovarian reserve is, meaning it tells you what, how, many, how many eggs you have left. Right? And, so, and are you looking at that for IVF as well, or this is just this strictly is just, for egg for, just, fertilization? Just what you start with, just okay. in general, just fertility. And so, so say someone comes in and they're, they're going to entertain the idea of doing egg freezing, and then they're like 33, and you do an AMH. I like to do it just so I... And again, it's not foolproof, but you can say if your AMH level is, is high, so it's above like one, one and a half, and you can say to someone like, look, you have time, like relax. I Sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. I'm just like, because we do have a lot of younger listeners, I mean, if you have the money and the time, right. I mean, is it crazy to do this at 27 because no. you're going to get more eggs? Yeah, no, definitely not. Okay. But I think it's, you know, and again, it's, it's about, yes, exactly that scenario. If you have the money and it's no big deal and you just want to do it, then great. Then do there's it. There's no harm to Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's this procedure. So there's, okay, absolutely. We're gonna, and we're going to get to that. Yeah, yeah. And the cost. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, that, that's, you know, yes, that's great. Yeah. Know? But again, not too many people are in that scenario. But yeah. say that 27-year-old comes in and they want to talk to you about it. I do an AMH test and it's super low, meaning that, oh, my God, very unexpected, even though she's having normal periods, her blood test shows that she really doesn't have much ovarian reserve. So that's let's do this. Who you go, I send right to a fertility doctor. Absolutely. Right? And so, and, that, and again, that's not to freak people out, but it, it does very rarely happen. Uh-huh. So it, it's okay. not expected. And so I say that's the best place to start. It's like, hey, let's just see where you're at, right? Like, mm-hmm. so you come in, we do a blood test. And most of the time, it's like, again, like a little not like, you're fine. You know what I mean, like, enjoy your day, right? So yeah. <laughs> you can drink tonight, do whatever yeah. you want to do. <laughs> um, but say um, it's, uh, Someone's like 35 or so. They're still candidates. It's great. But you may get fewer eggs than if you were 30 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, that, but that is the time. Where you, if you want to do it for sure, my advice is to definitely do it, or in, if you can, a little bit between like 33, 30, definitely under 35, right? So, yeah. Because again, that's when 35 is where things can start and your egg reserve is going to go gotcha. down. Gotcha. So. But these are the things that a general OBGYN doesn't do. So you do all the basic testing with your general OBGYN. And then, again, depending on where you're at, I use the same place all the time. This is a place uh, called RMA in New York. It's Reproductive Medical Associates, and they're awesome. So it's a private um, fertility egg retrieval place and IVF center. Um, they're all over the place now, but the one is right, right here by my office where you can uh-huh. go to Madison Avenue. And... Um, and so right away, you just send them right there. And so that's all they do, right? You want to go to somebody where, like, this is what they do. Right. Like, you don't want someone who's going to be like, oh, let's see how it goes, right? And okay. like, injecting with hormones and all kinds of shit. Like, you right. don't want that, right? So uh, so basically, with the egg uh, egg freezing, egg retrieval process, so you do get a referral, you go to this place, they'll do an ultrasound first, they do a transvaginal ultrasound. I don't know if we did one on you when you came in, but... <laughs> <laughs> is it to see if you're pregnant? Right, it's the one that goes inside the vagina. Right, so, so we just knew I wasn't. Right, or we think, weren't sure. Right, no. Well, no, I hadn't slept. I think I was in mid dry spell when I came and okay, saw okay. you. No chance. Okay, but we use this transvaginal ultrasound. It doesn't hurt. It looks scary, but because it, it's just like a long probe, but it's basically to look at your ovaries, right? And so you can actually look, directly look at your ovaries, and you can see follicles, which is a fancy word for how many eggs you have. Okay, so that's usually how you start. So they'll go in and look and be like, oh, your ovaries look great. Or again, if it they don't, then you have to be more aggressive about it. Mm-hmm. Right, so you start with that, and they'll do more blood tests, and then. And they start to stimulate your ovaries. So there's a, there's a protocol of medications that you go on uh, to prepare your eggs. So what you're doing is you're, and again, it's manipulating this whole system like, like we were talking about before, this connection between your brain and your ovaries mm-hmm. into hyper stimulate. We don't want to hyper stimulate. You want to stimulate your ovaries to produce as many eggs as possible. Right. So normally each month, your body, your body, most women's body is only focused on, on releasing one egg per month, right? 
Um, this is like tricking your ovaries into like being like, hey guys, yeah, <laughs> like let's get, get, get working. So, right. are you on medication or is it yeah. shots? Is it's it shot, oral? It's, it's, it's both. Right. right. So usually. they if they if you're doing it, you get sent home with shots to give yourself right. or to and have then, someone and give and you this whole thing. They have nurses that show you how to do it. Okay. And, <laughs> and how long? Talk like talk to me about that. I actually I don't know anything about this. So yeah. like, how many shots do you need per day? Right. How long yeah, do you so do it's that usually, for? It's usually the process is they call them cycles. So you usually just do one. You start with that, and so that process usually is like four to six weeks okay and, um, and then so once the ovaries are really stimulated but the every day you're getting the shots right for yeah. two weeks right yeah so it, it, it depends on, on where you're, you're how fertile you are how much you need right. but every right. day you give yourself a right. shot for right. two Oof. weeks Right. And how do you feel physically while this is well, happening? Well, sometimes you get a little bloated, right? Because I mean, it's, okay. it's like it's like your period times. It's on your period times. Yeah, <laughs> and we're, we're just a, we're we're having someone come on at the end of the show, our friend Meryl, to talk about her experience. Obviously, you can speak on this too. But everybody's different. She had a pretty easy time, yeah, but it's just like no people's problem. pregnancy. People have right. terrible pregnancies, and people have right. easy pregnancies. So in general, this process is typically pretty benign. Can right? you as drink as while you're doing it? Oh, you probably shouldn't. You shouldn't. But I mean, just, okay. Make it an just curious. Right. I mean, it was, yeah. I'm just saying so. that was the first question I asked her which that shows what kind of friend I am. Can you drink? When she was like Same. so I'm going to freeze my eggs and I was like ew can you drink? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I was like knew I was a right, right, you guys are on different schedules right? <laughs> that's when I knew I wasn't meant to be a mother I mean I already knew but I literally think I go ew what? Two weeks? It's summer. Well, yeah, just Do this in it. February bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's New York summer. We have boats to go on and rosé to drink. Well, how could you do this to me? Right, right, I totally get it. But some people <laughs> go through the process. And again, so if you, if you go into this process at 40, um, the process is the same, but you may only get like three eggs. Right. right? So whereas someone, as you mentioned before, is 27. She may come out and be like, I had 37. Oh, wow. It's that, right. that different. Right. Okay. Is, is average like teens? It's about, yeah, I would say probably. I mean, most people go like 15. And then, then so what, one full cycle is just, just talk to me like I'm an idiot. Uh, one full cycle <laughs> is two weeks. Well, shots no, it's every like four day, to six four to six weeks, thing. two four weeks of shots. Right, right. right, so it's pills, shots, you know, and you have to go in fairly frequently for blood work and ultrasounds. Okay. And so, what, you're, what the ultrasounds are designed to do is to see the effect of the medication. So the doctor can say like. Like we're ready for this. Like, like everyone's like, we've recruited as many people as we can, <laughs> and, we're, and we're going in. We're ready to play. Right, right, right. right. Preseason's so, over. Again, all these things. It's, it's, it's time for the Super Bowl. Send the A squad in. Right, and it's, it's good. You know, you want to like. A lot of times, your attitude right during this process is important. Same thing with IVF. We'll talk about IVF next, but like, you, you know. It, the, the more positive you are about it, mm -hmm. the more likely it is to succeed. Right? Yeah. So, you know, because a lot of times people get to this point, but particularly more so, I think, with IVF, it's upsetting, right? And, and the infertility process can really be um, horribly psychologically traumatic to people. And sometimes it causes problems in relationships. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Like that. And so, so you really want to be motivated for it. And rather than being like going into it depressed, you want to be like, okay, I'm going to give this a shot and like really be motivated. And, and do it in February. And do it in February, non-drinking season or January even. Yeah. And Meryl can speak on this too. She well, she just felt really empowered. She was right. like, I'm taking control of my body right. and I'm happy and I'm positive. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, we, I'm just so big on like your mental state affecting yeah, what's totally, going on in your body. Totally. And in general, I think, you know, I mean, just even if you're, when it comes to, like a lot of people, it's I kind of equate coming to the gynecologist like with going to the dentist. Like nobody really wants to go. Yeah. Like I mean, like no one's ever like I got a gyno appointment. Well, I was excited right. to come talk right. shit with right. you we were, like, over my vagina. Time. Yeah. Right. You're, you're, we had things we wanted to talk shit on right, with right, right. you. Oh That's yeah. Why. At that point, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my god, I can't. I can't wait to see Doctor Sean Rain. I was like, you can't wait for your gyno appointment. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so excited to talk shit. And then you're you were overlooking the park. I took a stroll in the park afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's a nice place. Yeah. We met you in a very like shit talk scenario. 
know. So yeah. should we tell a story about how we met him? This is a weird time to take up to tell the story. Oh, you can tell it. Let's take another quick break. Okay. And then we're and then we're gonna take and then we're gonna tell the story. Okay. Right. Okay. I am excited to tell you guys about FabFitFun. Once again, one of my absolute favorites, the fall box is on sale now. Rain and I both got in the box. I have to say, we were having this conversation. We were at one of our shows and I picked up your hair straightener and I was like, this is damaging your hair. You need a new one ASAP. And what, your FabFitFun box came the next day like with magic. a hair straightener. Magic. <laughs> yes. So that's just one of the things that comes in these boxes. Again, the FabFitFun boxes, it's a seasonal subscription box. It has lifestyle, beauty, wellness, fashion products in it. And they are $49.99. But with our code that we're going to give you guys, they're only going to be $39.99. And you get over $200 worth of value. I honestly feel like it's more like $300. Some of the stuff that's in this fall box is, like we just said, this ceramic hair straightener. There's a teeth whitening kit. There's a Kate Spade lunch tote. There is bobble bar earrings, uh, cosmetics, which is a beauty brand that I love. There's some of their products as well. Again, always full-size beauty products all the time. There's kimono robes, the robes that we wear every time we travel and around the house are these uh, robes that we've gotten, I think, in like the spring and summer boxes. There's a cheese board in this one that you can entertain at your home. Uh, I can't say enough good things about the stuff that you get in these boxes. You look around my apartment and you see all stuff that's from FabFitFun. So the boxes always sell out. They give back. They support women-founded charities, which we love too, obviously. And you can also customize the boxes. So you're not always just going to be surprised. There might be stuff that you don't want. Again, everything's amazing, but you can customize certain items. So when you get these boxes every season, you can honestly get your perfect FabFitFun box. It retails for $49.99, like we said, but always has a value over $200. Use coupon code GGE for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. That's $10 off your first FabFitFun box when you use code GGE at fabfitfun.com. Nothing is more fab, fit, or fun. There's nothing you enjoy talking about more. I know, I'm so passionate. I'm going to talk about Ritual. I don't think I've talked about Ritual in a really long time. Do it. It's an obsessively researched multivitamin designed for women by women. Okay. I know there's a million multivitamins out there in the world. I'm getting a little older. I think that it's like important to think about your body and your health and supplementing um, the things inside of your body, even if you exercise and you have a good diet. So that's why I really like this. They contain nine nutrients um, that are difficult to get every day, like I said, even with a great diet. So instead of taking five to eight vitamins, I would have no idea what to pick or how to mix and match them. They make it really easy. You take two capsules a day, you order it online. It's a dollar a day. It's delivered to your door. What I really like is they're essential for women. It's a multi. It's a multi vitamin, nine oil and dry ingredients in one pill. It includes vitamin E, vegan omega-3 with algae, iron, magnesium, foliate, vitamin K2, vitamin B12. B- Guys, I don't even know what half this stuff is. I but just we need it's it. Important. It's uh, what women need. <laughs> and I don't want to have 900 different pills in my in my rotation. So you take two pills. They are really pretty. They're gold. They They're look so nice. Cute. Yeah. I mean, I really, I think, why not do something really nice for your body for a dollar a day? It's really like a no brainer. That looks cute too. Yeah, right. If you're going to swallow something, make it fashion. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Anyways, Better Health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash GGE to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during the first three months at ritual.com slash GGE. Okay, we're back. Let's just, we're going to interject. I know you guys are really, I feel like we're, we cut in the middle of this egg process, but let's tell a story. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, it's a short story, sort of. We met you on your podcast. Yes. You invited us on yes. your podcast, which is now defunct. In the early yeah. days. In the early days. Of our podcast. Yeah. Like, I mean... 
few months in. Yeah. Yeah. And we, uh, so we came on your podcast, which is now defunct. We had so much fun with you guys, you and your co-host. Yeah. And this guy was in the room who was smoke show. Oh my God. <laughs> he might be the hottest guy I've ever One seen. One of the hottest guy. men ever. He yeah. was, what was he? Producer, slot, producer, whatever. Yeah, he yeah. was in there. And I mean, well, right now we were like on fire. You were like really showing, you were being very funny. I was worried you weren't going to, you were going to clam up because he was that beautiful. I'm the opposite. When I know I'm performing for an audience, I'm on fire. If I know it's just <laughs> Ashley and Dewey, like I, don't, I can't even get it up. So like they already like me. I felt nervous though. I was like, he's so beautiful. Well, yeah, I thought you guys had met him before. We so. had not met him before. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we do the podcast and then we go out for drinks afterwards. <laughs> One Which of you, also you guys never go out after, right? You were saying like we never go out. We, really. I don't yeah. go out that much after we record a podcast because yeah. we had done our, we had done two of ours that day. Yeah, it was you a were, like, in the it, studio for a long time. It was, and then you came down to our studio, which is not even right. It was like it was yes, a long day. It was a long day. And yeah. Raina, I mean, nothing gets her going more. Like that's like her co- her cocaine is like a hot guy, like to keep her going all right. night. So uh, we went out with you guys, and <laughs> we were hanging out at that. Uh, it's now a different bar. I forget what it was called. Whatever. It was like what, a cool basement so bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we're hanging out. And in Tribeca, right? We were in Tribeca. Yeah. And you were West like, you leaned over to me. I was like, he's so hot, and you're like, you should fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, doctor, I can't believe you're like this. And I, was, and I was like, doesn't he have a girlfriend? You're like, I don't know, but you should fuck him anyways. Whatever. So I'm like, just trying you? to be a supportive. So one by one, I started picking all of you off. I'm like, if Make you guys leave, leave one by one, yeah. I was picking you all off. And I ended up staying out with him all night long. Nice. She, Raina texted me like, okay, you can leave now. Oh, like, did you really? Yes. yes. Well, she had, my, my co-host had a, bit, had a kid. So she had, she had left. She so it was the three. Yeah, I think I was like mid burger. And you're like, what's your plan? I'm like, I, Finish my burger. I was like, Dr. Sean, we're supposed to leave now. Yeah, you told me that. I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm like, I guess it's Craig paying. Like, what's like, this paying? Like, right. Yeah, we're like, Dr. Sean, you need to pay, and then we have to leave. <laughs> and he looks at me and goes, I, then we closed out the bill. I think he was like, well, I'd be like down to get another drink if like, you don't have any plans. And I was like, oh, I mean, I'm kind of busy, but yeah. you had an early flight. I did? Yes, I remember. I was like, is Raina really going to see this through? Like, I know what time this bitch has to wake up and fly out. Anyways, that's how I knew how crazy you were. Like, we're not trying to interview, like, any doctor. We want somebody that will support my need to have sex. Being a gynecologist is, that's kind of who you want to go to, right? Or a woman. I'm like, I just, uh, straight male gynecologist, I don't trust him. (laughs) I'm just also like, just, this man's fingering me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. Well, that's not really what's happening, right? <laughs> He's like, I actually have yeah. to say that He's technically like that's not a medical not. procedure. But I get it. I get what you're saying. I get, I, the imagery is is perfectly clear. Uh, um, but yeah, when I have patients that come in, like they walk in, they're like high fiving me. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. Like, you, when I came in like, for mine, you were like, oh my god, I've been up all night. I like, delivered all these babies. I was like, are you okay? <laughs> like, yeah, on I, had, like, deli- I had like seven deliveries that night. Yeah. What? Yeah, it was crazy. Ashley was like, should you be fingering me right now? Yeah. Oh my god. He's like, again, that's not what it is. I gotta get out of here. I gotta go to bed. Um, <laughs> okay, so anyway, let me let me recap. Story. Yeah, four to six week process. Right, right. You go this, in. This is egg, this they, is egg freezing. They right. stick the ultrasound up. Right. You fairly feel around. Fairly expensive. Yeah, we'll get to we'll that in a second. Yeah, okay. And then you usually get sent home with shots for the next two like weeks. Shot, yeah, or, or sometimes you know, like the place that we send, I think they, they will do it for you. It depends. Well, in per, like yeah. for I, Meryl did her own, which right. I think is admirable. She'll, right. she'll talk about it again. I don't know that I could do it. I, right. The thought of it makes me yeah, I think I get feel really weird. You, and they, they, you know, the oh. nurses there, that's, their only job is, to, is patient education. Okay. And once you're, um, and these places, 
Yes, it's expensive, but like this is what you're paying for, right? And so there's places where it's all about education, and and they kind of they take the anxiety of it away. And someone shows you, even if you're really uncomfortable with the idea of giving yourself an injection, Ugh. by the end of it, it's really, you end up yeah. not that big of a deal. It's, so. And it's, I don't know. I mean, everybody's different. I just, right. I'm like, people that do it, I'm like, you're badass. Right. I well, can't. I, I will tell you this. I have a buddy, a straight buddy, who called me, um, this is fairly recently, and he was completely freaked out that he, I guess, was like kind of dating this girl was early in their relationship, and he found needles. Oh, right. I was like, oh, my God, I think that she might be like a drug addict. And I was like, <laughs> what, did they have like a, was it like a label on it? Or like, and he was like, yeah, it's like, I don't, I'm like, so maybe she's like, yeah, like we're doing like right. an heroin doesn't come with needles. Oh, it doesn't come like with yeah. a prescription. Right. Like, needles. <laughs> um, ended up being what it was. So, okay. So people do this. And then what right. is the actual retrieval process? Right. Like? So what they do basically is on, during the, with the transvaginal ultrasound, they, they put a needle in. The, um, usually through through the cervix, right, mm-hmm. through your vagina, and then they harvest the eggs through your through your. Uh, let's say, Does that hurt? It's a little uncomfortable, okay. right? but it's not terrible. Um, and then and it's usually just a one time. And then again, say you get like thirty eggs, you're good. You just do it one cycle. But then, th- is there time? I can't remember uh, with Meryl. Time between the shots and the that process, process? Yeah, yeah, like a couple saying. weeks. That's why there. you're going in for the ultrasounds, right? You're going in for regular so look, ultrasounds right, to look for to see because those injections are st- are stimulating the eggs to to so these follicles to get bigger. And as they get bigger, then when they're big, that's when you when you when you retrieve them. Okay. Do you? And this is like the dumbest question. Uh, is it is it okay to have sex when you're doing all this? Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, to be right, some people get. They feel really bloated, and so you, you okay. maybe you don't want to. Yeah, kind of oh, that's a good question. I'm just do you feel hornier at all? Like yeah. you know, how people get horny when they're pregnant. Well, Again, I, I hate I, the word I horny. I can't believe like I'm saying pamphlet, it. But like, <laughs> you just have to take it case by case. Right, but, but it's uh, fine. You can. Yeah, yeah, you can, yeah. Usually, tell people it's fine. Okay. And then, so you do that, and then and then there's a freezing, then the freeze, freeze process. And so this fertility clinic that you're going to is going to be in charge of of like it's like a cryo, so they just like a deep freeze kind of thing. Okay. And so like, I think a lot, a lot of the big questions is like, what are the six? Like, so let's say you bank your eggs. You're 25. Like, are they still going to be viable when you're 35? And so, you know, this whole thing is fairly. Re- it's not, it's, it's not a like newer, it's been newer procedure, years, yeah. Right? And so you don't really know. Um, but again, it's 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 such an interest. If you really think about it, just such an interesting. There's so many aspects to this process. Like, you know, the fear of not being able to get pregnant, the feeling empowered by doing it. But then in reality, being like, well, is it really going to work? You just don't know. Because I don't right? know. Per- at my age now, all my I have friends doing it, but right. no one's had a baby from it. No one's gone in right. to get them. Like, right, so, right. and then I don't really know if I know this. Like, then when you want to get pregnant, what do you do with those? Right. You take so them you off do, ice, right? Right. And so you, and so usually would do like an IVF process then, right? And so, so but, we can go into that. But with the so the what man's I was going to ask you, I don't understand. So I was saying to you earlier, I have a friend who um, is doing this now, and she's with somebody that she thinks she's going to marry, but she's not right. sure. So the doctor said to her, "We want to retrieve these, but it's a higher success rate if we fertilize." them. Right. So we'll take what his sperm and we fertilize it, but you, you freeze frozen eggs. Right. So Fertilized, yeah. So, so frozen embryos. It depends. So that's, but that's how, like, most people though in this process, don't, they're not in that scenario. They're not right. in a relationship. Right. And so they're okay. coming in just to bank the eggs. Yeah. She, um, not to give to she's cancer. So that's, oh, okay. that's right. why so, right. they're, right. they're so that, and that's, gotcha. that's also, that's, I'm glad you brought that up actually. And so that's a conversation that you want to have with your OBGYN if you're going through, if you're oh, about to what, go through chemo radiation. Yeah. Um, if, my friend did that too. Yeah. So it's important to, to bring that up. And usually if you it. have like a, yeah. you know, a good doctor, they're going to, you know, that's all part of that process. But I'm glad yeah. you brought it up because it, it's something that, and again, like, you know, I, there's been a couple patients in my practice who had like childhood cancers where like, you know, when the kid's 10 years old and has like a rare bone cancer, they're not talking to her about egg preservation, right? Right, so, right. Uh, and that's sad, you know what I mean? But so a couple, in my, I've had a couple patients in my career where 
you know, now they're married and it's just, it, because it wasn't talked about, they're in like a different scenario now. Yeah, right. right. But, but again, you know, you, that, now, but now there's also another option. You could do um, um, donor eggs, right? So there's a whole other thing. It's for not sure. like, you know, it's everything. It's not like the game's over. Right? Like for yeah. sure. But like, I know two people got cancer at 28. One right. was married, one wasn't. So one fertilized eggs. One right. Yeah. So. Do you know people that have retrieved their eggs and they have children now? Well, I, I've had people who've had frozen embryos, right? And so the IVF process. But I, I don't think I've had any patients as of the hundreds of patients that have done frozen their eggs, I haven't had any that have actually used them yet. Oh, that, have, that have, haven't used them yet. So when right. you say a frozen embryo, that means you fertilized the egg. Right, right. Yeah, oh, those people, they do use them. So, But again, in this scenario too, like, so... So do we know so success many, rates at all? Well, that's what I'm saying. So you don't know for that, you really don't know, right? But for frozen embryos, it's, it, it depends. I mean, so what you're going to do too, and was what just maybe segue into that just so we can make sense to the audience. So the okay. IVF process... So it's kind of it's a kind of the next step of this. So you're harvesting eggs, right? So you're kind of going through the same process of stimulating your ovaries to get the eggs, and then you're fertilizing that egg to get an embryo, and then you're then you're freezing that, right? And so, uh, or or that's to, that's to save eggs, right? So usually when you do this, you're not, when you do IVF, you're not just going for one, right? So even though you want to get pregnant while you're doing, so in other words, you're going through that process to get pregnant at that moment. Most of the time, you're getting as many eggs as you can. You're going to usually put back... In New York now, we usually just do more, more than two, right? You know, this whole thing was a big thing. When I was a resident you know, 20 years ago, people were putting like four, four, four embryos inside people. And so mm-hmm. that's not really safe, right? And so oh. and then you have like preterm birth, the whole... You know, because there's a whole other host and of And have issues. a bunch of kids? Like well, you have like twins so and so triplets like, and stuff like right, that? It's very popular for them to put like three, four oh. eggs in there. I know a lot of people got IVF. A lot of people, not several, yeah. had twins. Right, twins is you know, but even though I mean, twins is, is the norm now. So most most of the doctors I work with won't put won't put more than two in at the right. time. Um, and again, there there is a loss rate. So the, I think the idea before was, yeah. well, let's put four in there because one or two are probably not going to make. So there's, I understand the theory, but oh, when, it, when but then, it does work. Oh, geez. Right? Yeah, that's how I mean, you have like Octomom and all that. Right. No, it's, it's crazy. So, But just to clarify, because I mean, again, I just don't know this yeah. stuff. IVF is like, you're going to, there's no freezing involved. You can, you're right? just doing it right now. Well, you do it, but in other words, but you are you freezing the other one. So when you take, so in other words, you do all this stimulation process and then you fertilize them and you're going to put one or two in, but say you got six, the other four. You'll you put the other freeze, ones on ice. Right. For you know, okay. if you want to have more kids after that. Um, okay, so yeah, I mean, I think people want to know what's the success rate, and it's kind of unclear. Right. It Wait, sounds at least like for the egg freezing, yeah. For, for IVF, the, it's fairly high now, right? But I mean, I think people probably our listeners are wanting just the more freezing. egg freezing at this point, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's a lot of money. So we'll right. talk about money, but like, I mean, am I doing this? And there's a twenty percent rate. Can you? Is there a ballpark you can give us for the freezing eggs? Yeah, I, I think it's higher than that. I definitely think it's higher than that. Just, yeah. There's just no way to know. Yeah, really. you know what I mean. Well, let's talk about money. Yeah. So initially, it was it was fairly expensive. I think it was more, it was in the range of like fifteen grand but now I think you could do it like for around seven. Oh yeah? Um, yeah so it's definitely come down. And then monthly <laughs> then a, monthly rent like a right? Monthly or a yearly like storage fee. And storage. Like, and what's that look like? It's not, that's not bad. Oh it's not. That's not bad. But, but like, I mean it's like a thousand a year? Probably, probably comes out to that. Yeah I mean that's for significant for a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. 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 So okay so up top we're in the seven to eight grand range yeah, yeah, and then m- around the thousand a year and then do you think this is one of those things that's more expensive in New York? Or is it kind of standard across well, I think the most, board? Most, most of the places here, like these fancy practices, are, are more towards like the 10 plus range. Yeah. But with that comes all the, these frills. I'm saying you could get this done for like seven or probably. Uh-huh. But it may not come with all the frills of a, you know what I'm saying? It may not yeah. come with all the perks of the, all this other okay. stuff. But you just want to get it done, right? So Yeah. Because um, I feel like I've heard 10. 
is yeah, like yeah. what I feel yeah, like. It's around there, I would say, with everything. Right. Do you, are there other people doing this more than once, or are a lot of people doing it? Well, yeah. Well, so I think also, like, some, again. How many eggs do you get, right? Well, either that or, like, people are just. Cuckoo. They get like a little upset. They just with get, it. they like it. They're right. like, you know, well, that felt nice. People, you, know, <laughs> people, you know, just like their sperm banks, people also donate their eggs, right? And so um, there was an episode of Will and Grace once. I don't know if you guys watch Will and Grace, but. Uh, Your personal of, friend. Yeah, Will and Grace. You're very good friends with Deborah, Deborah Messing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's the best. But there was an episode where Will, I think it was one in the final episode where, where he, they, have, they, get a, they do IVF and they have a baby. And they're and they're joking about because uh, there was some girl donating her eggs, and, but Will says she donated her eggs to pay her rent. That's kind of off color, but it's funny. Uh, what yeah. do you mean? I Ashley and I were talking. I was like, should we talk about donating your eggs? And Ashley was like, I would never do that. What did you say? It was very funny. It was. I mean, I just said. I don't want these jeans, just anybody getting them. <laughs> right. And I was like, fuck that. When I was 22 years old, when you moved to New York City, you have no money. You've sent right. out 200 resumes. Nobody will hire you. Right. No money. The first stop for me was the fertility clinic. I was like, let's talk about donations. <laughs> How, oh my God. How much do you get? I don't know. By the way, I never, I never ended up doing it, by the right. way. The process is very complicated. It is complicated. Um, they oh. want to know your whole family history, your right, medical right, history. Right, right. Um, you can make a lot of money, but also, yeah, you you have to go through all no, the same, same thing. No, it's the same process of yeah. doing egg freezing. Right? Uh, You're right. Stimulating the hormones and things like Oof. that. Yeah, but it's, yeah. Um, but again, so some of you will come in and they'll, again, I think it's just, it's person to person, but I've had patients do like three rounds of it, mm-hmm. which also is probably not the best. For your body, right? I mean, yeah. And I'm just saying, like, if you got 15, and that's you're probably good. Yeah. And to go back again, and you got like 10 or 12. Like, like where are we? Because guys, here? we don't even know if this works. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, how many do you want? Like, it's, it's, it's like type A overachiever. Like, like you're good. Can you put them? In, this is a really morbid question. Um, can you put them in different freezers? Like, what if one of those buildings burned down? Like, no, but that's an interesting question. So even with like, I'm sure uh, people ever like lost those eggs. I'm sure. What did you see on the news the other day? It was a couple where. They did IVF. This is in New Jersey. I know it's like two weeks ago like okay. on Channel 7, and they, there was a couple that did IVF. And it's a really terrifying story. So they, they mixed oh up God. the eggs. Oh, my God. And so um, they found out, I think, a year into after they had their child <gasps> that it, it was someone their else's kid. kid right? uh, so, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And actually, another case where there was oh um, my God. a race thing. So they mixed up the eggs. And I don't know if it was an African-American family that had a white baby or a white family that had a white Yeah. Baby. The but, shock that would come out of me right. having that baby. Well, it's also kind of like <laughs> when you look at your partner, looks at you like, so. Like, how did this happen? Like, I think I missed something. <laughs> so I think my, I missed. My man will be like, how did this happen? Right. I, I can't imagine. Right, but, but that's why I was like, if you're no, like a, a psycho a paranoid person, you might be like, I'm put in two, in two freezers. Right. Well, that's so I was, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm so glad you brought it up because it's really something that, you know, if you really think in the process that you would think about. So not just that, even like people now score, uh, store their core blood, you know, when the baby's born mm-hmm. um, and you can still stem cells to like, if the baby gets like, cancer, leukemia, lymphomas. Uh, but a lot of these companies will advertise that they have you know, they're like earthquake-free environments and like you know geologically sound. But it's really it's just I mean that's the likelihood is low, but it's a well thought out process. Yeah, like you want to put you don't want to store your eggs on the San Andreas fault. Right. But like yeah, you know, it's like, true. You know yeah, so it's an interesting process. So um, this is like a kind of a random question. I just don't want to forget it. Yeah. I, we got this a lot. I think we already discussed being on birth control forever yeah. doesn't right. really affect your fertility. What about Plan Bs and abortions. Right. right. I mean, that's, well, it's not so much having a termination that uh, the, the problem with having multiple terminations is not so much 
that you can't get pregnant again, but there's a, there's a chance of scarring in your uterus. Okay. Every time you have a procedure, any procedures, not just terminations, even if you have like a DNC, DNC is a fancy word for like, having a DNC and having a, a termination of a pregnancy is basically the same procedure. What's a DNC? A DNC is if someone has heavy bleeding. It's called, DNC stands for dilation and curatage, another fancy word, which I did not make up. Is it an abortion? No, it's not. You, oh. you just do this process for, for fun. who have heavy bleeding okay. or, or if you have like a polyp or something like that, but it's the same procedure. So. Oh, I, oh okay. But again, like you know, you, you, if you can avoid having multiple terminations, it's probably better for your body in general. Yeah. Just because the more times you instrumentize your uterus, there's a higher chance that something can go wrong during the procedure. So, in other words, an instrument can go through your uterus, which is called a perforation. Oh, oh my God. And that happens. You know, it happens. Not okay. yeah. infection, right? Every time, you because know, you, mm-hmm. I mean, the vagina is filled with bacteria, right? And so, every t- and you're putting an instrument through your vagina totally. into your uterus, and so. You know, the more times you're dragging bacteria up, there's a chance you can so get endometritis. Or, I have a friend, she has had two abortions. Right. She had one in college and one, right. and she has two healthy children too. Right. So, I mean, of yeah. course, yeah. No, but, but I mean, I, mean, I the, love that you mentioned the risk that it's not totally something not to think right, about. Right, definitely. I mean, it's, you know, if you're on like your fifth one, you might want to come up with another Right, plan, right? and just so. well, check your life choices. I mean, you know, we are very pro-choice, but if you Up until four. <laughs> when you're on number five, guys, what, what are you doing? What is happening? Do you watch Amy Schumer one? of our first stand-up, she talks about the Plan B. Uh-huh. This is when Plan B was still... Oh, girl, please. I am the foremost expert on comedy specials, okay? <laughs> she goes, this is when it, was, when it was still, you need a prescription. And she goes, I go into Dwayne Reed, it's Sunday night, and the pharmacist is staring at me, like, it's like she doesn't know what I'm here for. Right. You oh. know, um, I had a friend, she just had an abortion right. and she had taken a plan B. Uh, right. And yeah, I, you hard. know, I always, Raina takes it and I'm always like, Raina, go the next day. Cause I, isn't the well, longer the you wait? the you do it, the better. Yeah. It I mean, yeah. it's uh, technically what, 72 hours, right. but I, that's a lot of time that an egg could get fertilized. Right. Well, it's also kind of like, what are you doing for those three days? Raina, You're what like, are you doing? I'm not sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> ask Raina. <laughs> Listen, I'm busy. I got to lay out. I eat a lot of snacks. Okay, I take long walks. Sometimes I'm not near a Dwayne Reed. Sometimes I don't realize until Sunday night I need a plan B and it's sold out. They're like, you again? And I'm like, me again. You've got to stop waiting so long. I cannot. You cannot get pregnant. <laughs> we'll have a mommy podcast. It'll be great. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. Wait, so do you want me to finish up on the IVF thing? So, yeah. So IVF, right? So this is, and this process is a little bit different. I think psychologically it can be more traumatizing. So okay. people don't want to have IVF. I mean, I don't think anyone's like, oh, I really want to go for IVF, right? Yeah. So it's usually after a process where they've exhausted all the other possibilities. And so, and you're talking about a lot of stress, stress on your body, stress on your own psychological sure. health and the stress on your relationship. And so, um, and no, and I have had relationships end, end over these over infertility right I'm sure so, it's really stressful it's I mean so I can't imagine stressful. like when you think that you're you are born as a woman to produce and when your body is not doing that thing that you were born to do I'm sure it is devastating no, not for me I'm like bless up yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure for a lot of people it's really hard no, and, yeah, no, it and really embarrassing and, and no, I get it I'm not it's taking that away loss, right? it's, a, it's a sense of it, um, it What's the right edge? It's like um, they feel like they failed in a way. Yeah, well, your body has failed you. So part of that, it's it's important to debunk that, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's heartbreaking. You want to make sure that the person's going into this process because it is taxing on your body. Uh, with the best attitude, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, although it sucks that we're here, we're here, right? right. So like, let's let's give it the best shot. Yep. So you really want to be as as uh, motivating as possible. Right. And if you don't have a doctor like that, then find another doctor. But yeah, right? good call. So, same thing like when you were talking about like so when people were judging things. Like, oh, yeah, Ashley someone, like, took a walk. She went, you went outside to answer the door. And I was telling him I, I saw a male gynecologist, straight male gynecologist, and he like slut-shamed me. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I think it's, 
Like, you're, that's not what we're there for. Right? No. But also, the flip side of that, it's like, like, we're friends. Like, when we call, we like, but like, you're not friends with all you. Like, I don't need to hear the story. Right. But like, a lot of times yeah. people come in, they're like, so then we went in the back. I'm like, I don't. No, you need I'm a like, therapist. Like, yeah, like, that's like, <laughs> yeah. an STD check. Right? Like, I don't care what his name was. Like, I don't care. It's like, just tell me what happened. But it's a good point. You should be with somebody you're comfortable with. Right, like, that comfortable. Guy, I was at an age, I was like 22. Right. I didn't know, like, what to say to this guy. Like, I, I just had been having, like, unprotected sex. Right. And I, I didn't so know. you're already to be- afraid. You're already, like, you're feeling judged to begin with. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know to be like, fuck off. But yeah, it's a good right. point. Like, be with somebody that you feel comfortable right, with. But you want to be with someone you're comfortable with. And I think it's really important. Yeah. Regardless of it's just a pap smear or. And just and yeah. go, like, if. Go to someone else then. Right, exactly. like, like, it's very if you important. Feel comfortable for a second, it's the wrong match. Absolutely. Right? So, and and you don't have to stay, you don't have to go on with that, right? And so I think that's important. It's a part of women taking charge of their health. Absolutely. Which is really the reason I went into it, the field, right? Because it was I and to this day I still feel like it's very underserved, right? I mean it's 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 in like it's uh, exciting that the strides people you know, women are making in general, but like it has to keep going, right? You want you want to make sure that people are kind of like, you know what, fuck you, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah, chlamydia, like it happened, right? Like, yeah, had a great time. I don't need, I don't need the, I don't need the judgment. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I had a what great time saying? on like, my way to the chlamydia. I had a great time. Yeah, hashtag like, wor- it was worth saying, it. Like, it happened, right? If anything, you should be praised for taking care of your body. Right? Yeah. So you're going to the doctor because you're worried, right? Right. You don't need someone to be like, oh, really? Like maybe you want to examine your life choices. No, yeah. Fuck that person. Yeah, like Um, thanks, dude. Okay, so you IVF. Right, so it's yeah. So IVF so it starts with kind of the same process, right? So you're stimulating the ovaries uh, to produce eggs. Then you're harvesting those eggs, and then you're uh, externally fertilizing them with sperm, right? And so, Mm -hmm. and whether you have a partner or you're married or you go to sperm bank, whatever the thing is, the process is the same, right? So you're taking the sperm, fertilizing the egg. And then usually putting, re-implanting that. Putting that back in. Into the okay. uterus. And so, but that process, too, is more medication because right? you're, you're stimulating the lining of your uterus to be ready to take an egg, right? And so that requires medication, too. And so that's a little bit more intense than just it is. Okay. Uh, the egg freezing process and more expensive. And so... How much is that? Yeah. It ranges, but, you know, you're up in the 50s. But again, a lot in of... In the pro- 50s? No, 15. You don't 15. 15. Per okay. cycle or 20 per cycle. Yeah. A lot, nowadays, uh, a lot of um, uh, big, the bigger insurance companies that will cover... Years ago, they most of them didn't cover it. it okay. Was out of, it was an out-of-pocket expense. Yeah. But nowadays, it's something you really want to look into, too. Like, say you got the, you're got you looking for a new job. You really want to look at your, at your medical... Uh, uh, yeah, some are unlimited cycles. So if it's something that you're worried about. You want, you want to look into that. You know I mean? Yeah, get your yeah. job to pay for it. Yeah. it I, I remember, like, I heard about this couple that, I mean, they were both teachers. They don't make, they don't right. make a lot of no, money, and, and they, they were spending all their scenario, money right? on yeah. the first one didn't work, and they did right. it again. I'm like, this is heartbreaking. No, it's terrible. Yeah. I can't, oh my god. Is it, uh, yeah. But the good news is that over to over the years, we've really uh, gotten better at it. Mm-hmm. And those success rates now are fairly high. For yeah. The and so, um, but still, it's still a process, and so it's. Um, taxing and uh, sure. your wallet and your body and so um, but again so that's kind of like egg freezing but with a couple more steps sure. and so it's um, and again you want to go to some place where either you know you really want to research these things right you don't want to like leave it to chance and so a lot of fertility there are you know even here and where we live there's you would think in New York there's not any sketchy but there, some people do some sketchy things right so, right um, you know like in the hospital the other day I saw someone was like pregnant with twins IVF at like 53 so no, I mean wow. good for her but the thing is medically She's really at risk, right? And so uh-huh. your body is not meant to be pregnant at 53 per se. And so you just, yeah. okay, so you just have to pay more attention to her, right? So right. You, know, you're, you have to worry about her health. I mean, her heart, her kidneys. Things yeah, like yeah. That. And so it's a process. And so, oh, gosh. I think as Ashley said before, though, most of our listeners are probably in that 25 to 35 range. And right. they're like, is it time for me to start thinking right. about the egg, freezing my eggs? I think if, you, if you're like, if you're getting to like 32, 
right? And, and you're worried about it, then that's the time to at least look. It doesn't hurt. I just if people are talking about it, I tell them you don't have to do it, but want to go for a consultation, mm-hmm. right? And so, and so the place where I was talking about before, where I said my my patients, um, they're they're great at it. So okay. the, and they start with like, and most of the time it's What's just the about name again? RMA, RMA. Reproductive Medical Associates. They're great. Okay. And, but you can go to any of the big centers in New York, which is one of the other yeah. Things, Meryl will talk about, about too. Here. She had a wonderful NYU, experience. Columbia, yeah. Cornell, they all have great programs, right? So, um, which is you know, which just being living a resident of New York City yeah. is something that like you know you just you're living in like places. a lot of options. You have a lot of a lot options, options. Yes. right? So, um, whereas if you live someplace else, maybe there's none, right? And so right, and then the, I think maybe a question people have is if you're whatever any age, but maybe right. you're in your 20s and you don't have regular periods, right. and you're right. you're like I feel like I probably may, maybe you have a family history, whatever right. you think you have fertility issues. Obviously, go talk to your doctor. Right. But are there this is maybe this is the dumbest question. Are there things you can do? Sure, absolutely. Okay, yeah, but like not, time. but like over time or just when you're ready to get pregnant. Well, again, I think it's what a lot of times like we, we casually just brought up before we started taping about PCOS, this polycystic ovarian syndrome, which we can go into maybe another time. But like, um, but does someone who does you're going to feel better a lot of times if you have regular periods, right? And so or whatever the scenario is mm-hmm. in your body. But a lot of times, you, these things can be corrected. Just and it's so frustrating to hear, but with just diet and exercise, mm-hmm. right? Which is always if you hear that and you're like, fuck. But right. it's, it's but it really true. is true. But it's true. I actually, I was weird when I was like in New York when I first moved here. I worked one time. I think I worked like double shifts at the restaurant. I was at 14 days in a row and I skipped my period right, for like right. a whole week because yeah. I just was so stressful and I was working yeah. so much. Yeah. I mean, if you watch that documentary, What the Health, um, right. I, I mean, you watch this woman who couldn't even walk upright, like right. go plant-based for two weeks right, and right. like changed her entire life. Absolutely. She was like, a, she was like dying basically. Yeah. Um, so of course, your, your diet, diet, exercise, lifestyle affects your health. Absolutely. On every level, yeah, totally. And so again, going into this process, uh, particularly if it's going at the IVF route, you want to go into it. You want to optimize your health beforehand, mm-hmm. right? And so, and again, even if you're just getting pregnant in general, like you might want to, if you have the opportunity to prepare, right? You want to. I mean, look, most people don't. Like it just happens. You're like, okay, well, I guess we'll go with this. Yeah. But like, if you have the luxury of planning it, uh-huh. you know, maximize it, right? Yeah. You're going to have a healthier pregnancy, uh, less risk of complications, less risk of C-sections, all these things. If you're if you're really in the best physical health that you can be before. Um, I have another question. If you if there's a couple that is trying to get pregnant, right. just standard fucking, you right. know, um, and they are doing it when they're supposed to right, during right. the cycle, and right. she's got regular periods. Like, at what point? They need help. Yes. At what point are you Again, like... All age determined. Because so if yeah. someone's over 35, I give them six months. Okay. Right? A regular protect, unprotected intercourse. If you don't conceive within six months, then Let's you need talk. to see your fertility doctor. Okay. But if you're under 35, then we should give you a year. That's, and right. yeah, I had a friend that she, she has two, again, healthy children now, but I mean, it took her... Yeah. I think it took her almost two years to get pregnant. Yeah. And she just kept being like, I've been on birth control forever. And I'm like, that wears off. Like, I don't know. That's right, it. Right. I, and we were worried. We right. thought that and it the was. The first step really in that process is to do a semen analysis, right? Which a lot of times you'd be yeah, surprised. Right. Because it could be from the other side. The guy is like yes. completely freaked out about doing it. And it's kind of bullshit because <clears throat> you start with that. One, because it's not painful. It's easy, right? You don't, you never you should start an infertility workup with, with the woman, right? Because it's, it's more invasive. And meanwhile, 40% of infertility is male factor. I love right? that you said that because I don't think we didn't get a lot of questions about this. 40%. Yeah, 40%. Wow. That's a huge number. Right. So, you know, I understand that maybe he's uncomfortable about, you know, whacking off in a cup somewhere. But and like, that's all that that takes. It it's not minutes, sticking something and, up your dick, right? Right. No. They just, just jerk right, off. Just, right. So I'm just saying if a woman wants to tell a man that, like, it's right. easy. Just, well, you'd be surprised. But so they get nervous. Like, you know, someone Because they're pussies. Like, like, we'll have to do a consultation, <laughs> right? And we're like, you know, I'll give them a prescription for their husband. And they'll come in three months later. I'm like, I'm still not pregnant. I'm like, well, 
I never got to see one else. It's like, oh, he won't go. I'm like, well, he needs to well, go. He needs to go. Uh, like, also, don't date that guy. <laughs> that is so fucked up. That makes me, that enrages me that yeah. any man would n- not think that he could be part of the problem. Well, I know, but it's very got me to be surprised. I'm, I'm furious. I wouldn't right be now. surprised, actually. Actually, I could see most men being like, this is on you. This is no, it's, guess what? It's not. There's two. What are you right. talking about? It's on me. This two part right. thing. Right. Yes. You, you probably wouldn't find yourself with that kind of guy, but it's, it's, uh, it's very common. Ladies, if you have a man that will jerk off in a cup to see if you guys can have kids together, fuck that. No, break up with that guy. 40%. A male factor. So it's 40% male factor, 40% okay. female, and 20% God. unknown. And like, since you okay. talked about it for like a second, I yeah. just got a lot of questions. I don't want to talk about it. Like, yeah. but what is polycystic ovarian Right. So it's a PCOS okay. is um, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Now it's, or it used to be called polycystic ovarian disease. And so what it is, it's really a metabolic disorder, meaning that it's, a, it's all of the ovaries in there. It's not, it's not really just the problem with your ovaries. It's a whole metabolic disorder. And so okay. it's tied into a lot of times having like, it's on, uh, there can be, it's like, it's really kind of technical, but it's okay. like glucose intolerance. So your body is, um, if you look at something, if you do an ultrasound, you look at these people's ovaries, it's called polycystic. And there's cysts on your ovaries? Right, but they're like, they call okay. it, it's called a pearl string appearance. So when you look at the person's ovaries, it looks like they're kind of wrapped in pearls. And they're all these little fossils. Sounds pretty. Yeah, but it's not. Um, it's so cute. Yeah. And I have a question. Is it age related? No. Is it painful? No, this is something that happens right from when you start menstruating. And so, okay, so and there's varying have- degrees of it. But the, the most important thing I think the listeners should take away from it is that if you have it, it doesn't mean it's, uh, it's nowadays in particular, it's, it's very easily treated and we can fix it. And so I think when people hear that diagnosis, they freak out and they think they're never going to be able to get pregnant. And in fact, with modern medicine, it, it, it usually, usually it will work out. So okay, I would think that's, that's a great thing to say. And I think yeah. that that's like an easy explanation. We yeah. have a lot of questions about it, but yeah. just about like, can I conceive if I have this? Right. So yeah, you definitely can. Yeah. You Definitely might need some help, can. but you can. Okay. So. Um, well, this is really informative. It was good. So I love you guys. I, we love talking to you, and I think what we really want to, like, hope we always wrap up everything. And yeah. so, like, I think that, like, the takeaway should be, like, maybe start thinking about this at 32. If right. you're really concerned, yeah. cost is probably around seven to $10,000. Right. We don't know about the success go rate. To, go to a reputable place. Yeah. Yes. Go to, do this all day, every right. day. And I think also just, like, if you are having anxiety and you're 22, just right. go talk go, to your doctor. Go get a consultation. Yeah, go get a consultation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it can't Absolutely. hurt. Like, these people are medical professionals are they're there to alleviate your anxiety yeah, and help you with your, awesome. your problems. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Dr. I love Sean. you guys. Thanks, I'm Dr. sad Sean. that you can't do my, we'll do an exam after this. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> we got FaceTime my man. Oh my <laughs> awesome. If, All right, he, if he thinks that my vagina is your vagina, we're going to have a discussion. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is that supposed to be? Awesome. I mean, if he looks at yours and it looks familiar. You're right. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. it's, it's bigger too. I'm a bigger person. You know what? All right. Forget about it. All right. All right, guys. Thank you. All right, second portion of the episode, coming in hot, we have the one and only Meryl McDermott. Hi, guys. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You guys might recognize her from pretty much half of the episodes of this podcast. No. Third Um, unofficial, or unofficial third host. Yes, she was one of Ashley's friends, and now you're one of my friends, too. Um, We usually do a game at the end, a game segment at the end, but we thought it would be really cool now that we talked about freezing your eggs and all the technical, like, nerdy stuff. Um, You actually have gone through the process. For that. (laughs) Well, let's let's chat a little more before we make Meryl just start diving in. We've been sitting here for two and a half hours. (laughs) Meryl Um, has polished off an entire bottle of champagne by herself. Okay. I I exaggerated. We, (laughs) you came up, you both of you came here at 3 p.m. It is 5.49 p.m. Yeah. I feel like this is the olden days. We used to record here. Three hours. I used to come over to Ashley's when I first met her. I used to come here at like noon and it would be 8 p.m. We'd be like, I don't want to record. 
We would just go out to dinner and just not record. Yeah. But you brought a bottle of champagne. Now I get why. This is your- so fun. <laughs> we had a lot to catch up on. You've been yeah, gone. I haven't seen you guys in so long. It's where, been too long. Can you just run through where you were? Oh, I don't even want to. It's so obnoxious. You were in Greece <laughs> for like 14. Every day I was like, how is this still happening? It was ridiculous. It was like 25 I've had days. a really good summer. I'm sorry. <laughs> you switched jobs. Well, that all sort of happened like in between the trips. Yeah. Conveniently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to Italy twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> Wait. You went to Italy twice in addition to your 25 days in Greece. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went exactly. To Italy twice. I did. I People did. have already turned Different off areas of Italy. I know. Kill me. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I went to Bologna uh, for a long weekend. Bologna for you Americans. Bologna, right. no, also kidding. known as the spam like meat, meat that we eat here, um, which I was a big fan of. But uh, yeah, I actually had gone to school there for a year. And so this was a reunion. And so I went there for a long weekend. Then I went back for a wedding on the Italian Slovenian border. Fuck this off. is so ridiculous. Everybody, I know. I like need to stop. Off. No, here's Whatever. the deal. We, you are <laughs> so ridiculous. You are single. You are in yeah. your thirties, exactly. and you are living your best life. That's like what I always we're say. We're not out here saying that we're twenty-two have trust funds that let us travel. We exactly. are that sounds so good to me though. We are in our thirties, living our best lives, totally. and that's the goal of this podcast. And everyone to showcase, I see, yeah. they're always like, "Oh my god, you travel so much. You're like never here." And it's like, "Yeah, I do," because I don't have kids. I don't have a house. I don't have like those kind of responsibilities. If someone says, do you want to come to the Italian Slovenian wedding? I say yes. Right. Like, obviously, I'm going to say yes because I can. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to live my best life. Meryl, where, where are you from, Meryl? <laughs> <laughs> I think the people want to know. Oh, my God. So funny. Um, I'm from the Bay Area of California. I'm from the East Bay. That's why you sound so zen. Yeah. You're so proud. You, you have so the proud. area pride. We got a lot of East Bay uh, East Bay pride. One of our favorite shows we did, Bay. San Francisco. We yeah, there. Meryl is our second guest in a row, <clears throat> also an Ivy Leaguer. <laughs> Fuck off. <Okay. laughs> I can't believe you did that. I'm so embarrassed. But also not. She's I like, mean, I'm so embarrassed that I'm so much smarter than you guys. No. That's not true. Look at the look at what you guys are doing. Are she you went kidding? to school in Philadelphia. Let's be clear. <laughs> it wasn't yeah, Cambridge. Know. No, it wasn't Cambridge. A small school in Cambridge. Someone <laughs> told me that once. That's what that's what Francis says. Of course he does. Yeah, it makes me laugh. It's dropping. No, the but I want to give you credit. You don't like come for money or anything. Like you went to an Ivy League school. You built this great career for yourself. You do really well. You're killing it yep. all on your own. And that's what we like to showcase on this podcast. We Thank all live you. on the same block. Yes. It's oh my, my God. And now you're going to be a little bit clo- closer. I'm inching closer. Yeah. Slowly you- inching closer. Um, yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. I mean, I like to surround myself by women or anyone who really inspire me and work really hard. And I feel like you guys are definitely yeah. huge inspiration. Let's talk about your it's ovaries. True. Okay, cool. So walk us through it. When yeah. did you first start thinking about it? Sure. Okay. So I am currently single, but um, a lot of my life I'd been in relationships and it's only been the last few years that I've been single. So I kind of thought, I just had never thought about this. I had never thought that I'd really had to be perfectly honest with you. I'd never thought about children, like having children. Do I want them? Do I not want them? How many do I want? I know a lot of little girls like grow, grow up kind of with that dream, perfect family. Like I just had never had that. And I sort of assumed maybe in my relationships, you know, we'll probably get married. We'll probably have kids. You just thought it would happen naturally. I just thought it would happen. Yeah. I mean, never really was forced to make a decision about it mm-hmm. um, yet in any of my relationships. And so it was really the last few years where... You know, you hear about egg freezing and it was all like, oh, I'm going to free my head. Oh, I'm looking into it. Oh, like it's so expensive. And I started hearing things about it, but I really didn't know anything about it. And so, 
you know, clearly when you're single and you're realizing, okay, I'm only getting older. Like, do I want this? Do I not want this? I started to really wanted to, I started asking my doctors. I think it was a couple of years ago. So I'm actually 35. Which I will say this, like, I feel like most guy knows it's like you're 30. Two maybe ish, and that's when they're right like, "What is your what's, what's your, your what do you want to do?" Because yeah. I I feel like that happened to me, and she said this to me, and like I, f- I was thirty one or thirty two, and she said that, and I was like, "Don't want kids," and she was like, "Great," <laughs> like they they that's like so wanted, great they asked if you. you're single. I, they did not ask me. Okay, but you started thinking sure. about this at thirty. Yeah, because I asked my doctor. It was like two years ago. I remember asking her. <laughs> was doing my annual physical thing, and I basically was like, "So like this whole egg freezing thing, like what is it?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "How does it work?" Like what what's the deal? And, um, I have a pretty great doctor and she basically just looked at me like point blank and was like, so let me explain it like this. She was like, do you have car insurance or have you ever had car insurance? And I was like, yeah. Do you know you could be saving 15% more with Geico? (laughs) Use the code GGE at checkout. Oh my God. (laughs) Sorry, my aunt's a state farm agent. We got to be state. We're state farm family. Keep going. Um, don't get anyone. Never mind. Um, <laughs> so basically, if she's like, enough, if you drank as much as Meryl has today, do not drive a car by myself. You would never tell. You're killing it. Thank you. You sound great. I need to listen up. I don't <laughs> podcast. Like I don't do this. You're um, podcasting. I am podcasting. You listen to more podcasts I than anybody to like I know. Five, six a day. It's what? <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. It's like I feel stressed out about it because then when I'm behind, I'm like, oh my god, I have to listen to. Mira was like really intellectual. She reads a New Yorker. She's very cerebral. Like, yeah. 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 Well, thanks, guys. But like not pretentious. Okay, keep that's going. so cool. <laughs> um, okay, so where was I? So okay, car, car insurance. insurance. And I was basically like, yeah, I lived in California. Duh. And then um, she was like, well, when you had car insurance, did you ever want to use the car insurance? And I was like, no. Dr. X. And, um, and she was like, well, that's exactly the same thing. She was like, I see egg freezing exactly the same way. You don't egg freeze in hopes that yes, this is like going to be how I'm going to have children, Mm -hmm. but you have it as a backup in case things don't work out the way that you planned. And at least you have that as an option. You can even not use them if you don't want to. The eggs could end up maybe perhaps not working out, but it's, it's something you can do as an insurance policy. And so I felt like that really relieved me because I think I had a real hurdle I needed to overcome that was like, this isn't where I pictured myself, right? Like I never thought I would have to make that decision. I thought it would just sort of happen and I would not have to do this kind of bizarro egg freezing thing and spend all this money on something that I thought I would have done naturally. And so that's when I started thinking about it. I personally was in like a weird, crazy career transition. I like was in finance for years and I ended up dramatically leaving and wanting to work with startups. And so, you know, insurance was weird. I was, I was transitioning careers. So I was like working part time, like things were, I just wasn't in a financial place where I could feel confident in like spending that kind of money. So my goal to myself two years ago, when I started learning about this, I was like, you know what? They all say 35, 36. That's like where the real cliff yeah. <laughs> the cliff is. Yeah. The egg cliff. Where no where man will ever want you again. I guess so. Yeah. Even though ironically, it's like our sex like period, right? Isn't kind that like where we're like the most, our, our, our sexual, sexual prime? prime. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Isn't it's, that a fucked up, like we can't have children, but it's our sexual prime? It's like up. who did that? That's why you fuck people in their mid twenties. They Such never stop fucking, fucking. That's so mean. Anyway, um, yeah. so thanks God. Yeah. If, you're, if you're out there, whoever you it probably is. aren't. Uh, clearly, um, you hate women you just hate like women. Trump. <laughs> 
Sorry. Carol's just out here doing crowd work. She's roasting the audience. Guys, like, <laughs> she's roasting God. She polished off an entire bottle of Chardonnay by myself. She's just fucking, Prosecco. Prosecco. She's talking everybody. Oh, my God. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> who, just, who, who created this? Trump? <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, um, politics aside, um, <laughs> <laughs> 35 really seemed to be like the mark. The number. That and that's everyone what Dr. Kept Sean saying. said. Right. Well, and then, okay. So 35 was my mental, like, I want to be in a career place and, you know, a place where I could financially do this. And if I have not met someone by then and I'm not in a place where I'm like with someone and I could potentially just do this naturally, I want to, I want to proceed. I'm going to do it. I'm going to suck it up. It's so weird and it takes a lot of time and it's expensive, but I'm going to do it. Cause mm-hmm. I, I, I really thought a lot about it and like, I really do want children. Mm-hmm. And, um, Hopefully, I'm fortunate enough to be able to have one. I know a lot of women who've gone through tons of difficulty. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We, we Who knows what will happen. But basically, you know, this was the year where I was like, I'm going to freaking do it. And so I started asking a lot of my friends and talking about it more. And I'm in the age group where I do have, you know, friends. Luckily, I've, I've had like four friends that have already been through it. Yeah. And that was huge yeah because we basically I would like sit them down and be like tell me everything yeah <laughs> it's like step by step I need to know every single thing that happens because then I, I didn't feel like it was so intimidating right and okay. then I mean we talked a lot about the technical process with Dr. Sean's so you don't need to really go through that but Thank I mean God. I you know I talked to you a lot barely, throughout it I, I mean total do you feel like it affected your life for like a month right six weeks maybe yeah I would say it was a solid month like max five weeks yeah. So really in the big picture, you look back, it's nothing. Right. It's a, um, it's a Greek vacation for you. It was just like my it's trip It's just to like Greece. your July. And, and you did the shots yourself, which I was very impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Was that it's, scary? That's it's really me. weird. It's not, if you have a needle thing, maybe it's scary. I do not. I do not have a needle thing. I don't have a blood thing. I'm pretty like good with that stuff. Mm-hmm. I had like allergy shots growing up every week, Nerd. you know. Nerd, total freaking nerd. <laughs> Basically had like an inhaler around my neck. Oh God. Headgear? Actually, you probably should have. <laughs> what? Did you have headgear? <laughs> I didn't. I say this because my Ow. brother was like that nerdy kid growing up, like as big as, and his, the way he looks he now, really you never guess. Headgear? He had headgear, allergy shots Fuck. at home. Oh he was God, like, this so he's German. so big now. He's like, say something. So you did your own shots. Yeah. So um, did he go through like the yeah, shots and, and stuff? I, and do, is it daily for like two weeks? <clears throat> oh my God. It's so, so you start out with two shots every day for like two weeks. <sighs> where do you put them? No, but then you move up to three. Wait, where do you put them what? physically so in your body? So it's all around your stomach. You oh my stick God. it in your stomach, not in your butt? No. Well, you could do your butt, but for us, I mean, I guess every girl I knew did it around their stomach. Okay. You were doing two or three shots yeah. a day in oh, your yeah. stomach? Uh-huh. Yeah. You what? are the bravest person I've it's ever weird. met. It's weird. I mean, here's the thing. Every nurse that you meet. So when I was going where the facility I went, I was really big Oh, fan. can you say what it is? Sure. Um, trellis. Okay. T-R-E-L-L-I-S. Because Dr. Sean mentioned one and you went to one that was solely focused on that, right? Extend fertility? It was like, did he mention that? It sounded like MDMA, which is a drug, but I swear it had three letters. But this is in Manhattan? It's in Manhattan. The reason I really like it is apparently it works. So the way it all works is there's this this fertility clinic called SIRM. I have no idea what it stands for, but basically they do all aspects of of infertility, right? Like, so... For couples, for, I, I don't even know, to be honest. I'm very, like, not super well-versed in all the other aspects. But um, freezing your eggs was a portion of what they did. And because it's become so popular in the last five years, they built uh, an entire other facility just for the egg freezing. 
And that's what Trellis is. So it works within SIRM and all these doctors that have been doing this for like decades. And they just like built this beautiful office space like in Flatiron and it's gorgeous. It like looks like the wing. Yeah. (laughs) It's like beautiful. Well, it's like because you're there a lot. Yeah. You go there like every other day for a while just to get checked up and do all your blood work and stuff like that. So it is nice being around and it's like mostly women. Right. So you walk in and they're like, hey, Meryl, what's up? That's a great (laughs) experience. Want a juice? I'm like, yeah. I have, question. I have a question for you. <laughs> um, I feel like, and like, I'm not so far away from thinking about this either. Like, it's definitely something that I want to think about. Um, did you feel like when you were doing it, like, I can't, like, what was your mental state like? Because I think that you probably go through like a range of emotions. Like, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe at this age I'm here. I thought I would be in a, or did you feel like really empowered? I know, I know the answer to this. So like, I just want you to talk about it a little no, bit. No, that was good. Um, Yeah. So I think leading up to it, you feel a lot of mixed feelings. Like I was really scared. You definitely, I never would have expected I would be doing something like that, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, um, one, no one gets excited no one and plans is, for yeah, that. They're like, cool. No one's in 20s awesome. and they're like <laughs> at 35 I hope to be egg freezing <laughs> yeah exactly so it's weird and then going to Italy twice <laughs> I just know so the answer that's Could why I asked her like this no but so. I'm glad you did it was a good prompt because I yeah so but then something that was funny going through it is that you know at this age I've been to a million doctors forever I've just never thought or had any connection to my own fertility like in any way mm-hmm. I don't even like know what it looks like in there I don't know like I I mean all of it was so new to me. And so yeah. I even remember the first time I got an ultrasound, they were like counting. Yeah. They were telling me, oh, you have more on your left side. And I'm like, what the That's, fuck? Yeah, I don't know. And they, I was this. like, what's normal? What's average? And they were kind of like checking things out. And so I will say, and like, and the, and the more that I went through it, it felt very like, wow, I'm like, I'm doing something. Like I'm learning about my body in ways I never even realized. Like the female body is fucking crazy. Yeah. And I don't even know the extent of it. Yeah. And so like, just to even be in touch with like, wow, like my my body, not just everyone else's body, not all my friends having kids, like me, myself, like I can make babies. Oh my God. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. And so- you know, once I started going in more, my like eggs were getting bigger. And then of course, obviously after it was all done and they finally like retrieved eggs and I ended up getting a number I was really happy with. I don't know. It felt really empowering. It felt really, um, like I was taking action. Like I was doing something to ensure that I could get closer to a future that I want to have. And I can only hope that happens, but who knows, you know, life is a funny way of just, kind of tricking you all the time, but I don't know what will happen. But now I know like I did what I could because I am healthy and very lucky. I had the financial means to do it. I had the time to do it. Um, And now I kind of have that as a little safety pot just in case. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it just, yeah. And I think also just in terms of dating and like meeting people, I'm not the kind of person who meets someone is like, oh my God, you're going to be my husband. But I will say it kind of relieved a little bit of that pressure of like, I don't need to be like taking every dates as quite as seriously. Yeah. I want to meet the right person, basically. Yeah. And I feel like it kind of, I feel better about that for me personally, because it's like, well, I have this <laughs> stash <laughs> of little potential. Yeah. It's so weird, kind of, but I have my own safety net in a way. Yeah, I think like, that's If whatever huge. happens and and who knows, but like... I took control in a way where I wasn't sort of just sitting around waiting to see what would happen. I, I did something about it. And I, I, that's really satisfying. 
Meryl, I wish sober I could say stuff as eloquently as you did. I know. So I know. Drunk. Meryl, everyone's like, like oh, Meryl's the new podcast. So someone's going to review it and say you're better than one of us. Shut up. They will. They all yeah, here. Here. It might no, be Raina. It might be me. We, who's to say? They'll be like, um, who's this old hag? Stop it. Uh, <laughs> It'll be me because people think I'm the dumb one. No, like, Raina's uh, so stupid. But people think I'm the obnoxious one. So, okay. So I've heard that a lot from people I've known that have done this. Before that, like you said, you have to look at every guy. Like, could that be the father of my children? <laughs> yeah. And do yeah. you just get to relax a little? I don't know. I feel it takes the pressure off, and I yeah. just feel like that's when probably you would even also get pregnant. It's a, it's a whole thing. You know that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, like it's the so mental. That, it's like the Sex and the City Charlotte thing. Like, what they adopted that baby, and then she was able to get pregnant. And she couldn't get pregnant for years. I mean, that's a show. There's but so many stories. You've like seen that a lot. Though. You've seen, so many stories like no, that. You see that. I mean, I, I use that example because I I reference that and everything in my life. But there's tons of stats around well, that. And I Dr. know people Sh- that were like adopted and then had a kid. Yeah. Which is normally, I know a couple people like that too. So and, yeah. And Dr. Sean, he said a lot of things about your mindset, and he was like, the number so one thing huge. that it goes, you don't understand how much your body is linked to your attitude and women that go in so negatively. Like, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I got here are probably not going to do as well. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's everything. And I also think on another level too, I kind of going back to the, like, I didn't know what I wanted. I never really like actually thought about my future or what I, you know, what I want from a family. Mm -hmm. And I I think it's very satisfying for me to kind of be like, I want kids. It's so weird because I think yeah. I had never, I'd always been with, been with boyfriends and we talk, we kind of like loosely talk about it and make jokes. I even had one boyfriend that we talked how we would raise them if they would be Jewish or not because he was Jewish. <laughs> I look at Raina. Jews so the best. I'm being well, like, so weird. Oh, like Ashley is well, Jewish. Like We're that. all Jewish here. Well, I know. Well, we had a whole conversation of like how we would raise our children, yeah. right? But it's still, even then I was young. I was like in my twenties and young 20s and it was like I wasn't really thinking about kids right right yeah and now to be in this situation where I was like no you gotta put money behind this like this isn't just oh do you want kids it's like no you gotta pay like you know <laughs> your money where your five figures are. behind this do you want this and I think that was actually a good exercise for me personally to be like I I do want kids yeah I don't know, Raina, you could, that could happen to you. You, you're like on the fence. I mean, I don't know, Meryl, where you were prior. Like, I think we all know, I've said it a million times in this podcast, like I don't want children at all. Zero percent chance. I don't care. I could be totally infertile. I would not care at all, but you're, you kind of, Raina's kind of started this podcast with like, I definitely want kids. Now you kind of go back and forth. So I think, you know, you might hit a point where you might have to consider this. I absolutely. And we, uh, we said at the beginning up top, we'll do a whole episode about how you decide when you want to have kids, if you want to have kids. But yeah, I mean, my whole life I was like, absolutely non-negotiable. Of course I want to have kids. And in the last year I've been thinking like, do I really want this? Do I want it to affect my life the way it's going to affect my life? What is the point of this? But I don't want it to be completely off the table because I know beyond a doubt if I was in love with a person that wanted kids, I would absolutely have kids with them. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to be in a situation where it is completely off the table in five years or something like that, 10 years. Um, yeah, I mean, I love what you did. I love you like took control of it. And yeah, I don't want to decide I don't want this for a couple of years and then decide I do and have no options. And that's kind of like a lot of the mindset too. I have a couple of girlfriends who are maybe not as firm about having kids. Like I have one that you know, that she's been thinking about it for a long time. And she's kind of like, thinks she's pretty sure she wants kids, but Mm -hmm. she, um, she's not 100%. And I think she's actually going to end up doing it in the next few months. Just as a backup. As like, you know what? And she's also like a lawyer. She makes enough money. She, it, the, the finances are a huge piece of it. It is 
a very expensive yeah. situation. So I totally understand that people may not just be able to afford that. Yeah. I have a tough question for you. Ooh. Do you think that you would have a kid on your own? So it's not a tough question. I've actually been asked that. Okay. I feel like I've talked about that with people before. So I think I've actually met a lot of really amazing women in especially the last few years that have had women on their own. And I think it's so baller and it's so cool. And they're sort of, what did you say? You said have had women on their own. <laughs> we'll edit that out. No, I'm the drunk. Prosecco. Here it comes. <laughs> come back here. You, you lasted way too long <laughs> sounding amazing. Here it comes. So here here it comes. comes. The bottle here of Prosecco you drank. <laughs> the bottle of Prosecco. It's coming out. You didn't even realize you said cool, it. Cool. Didn't. I was actually like, interrupted you to correct oh, you. Oh, did you, you have something to add going. to it? Meryl goes, I know a lot of women that have had women. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even catch it. <laughs> Ashley caught it. And she just kept on going. She kept the train rolling. Okay, Thank you know, you, you know, women have had kids on yeah. their own. Yeah, I know. I've met a lot of women <laughs> that have had women on their Ooh. own. <laughs> I know a lot of kids that have kids on their own. <laughs> I know a lot of kids that have women on their own. Don't drink a bottle of prosecco <laughs> when the other two are not drinking. If you're recording a podcast, well, well I, I drink. Um, Actually, yeah. there is prosecco left in New York after what I did last night. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I am not jealous. Okay. Suck the been city there. dry, Raina Greenberg. <laughs> <laughs> Suck the city dry. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> all right. So. Okay. So all I'm saying is um, I've met a lot of really impressive women that have had children uh, by themselves. And I think that's, I think it's beautiful. I think if a, if a woman really sees that as their future and really wants that for their life, I think that's wonderful. I, I, I couldn't support it more. I think for me personally, that is not the, journey that I would want to be on. Mm -hmm. I think for me, a lot of the child rearing or having a child, like to me, it is the beauty of kind of two people doing yeah. that together. And I just know myself, like I'm a very independent person. I have been my whole life. Like I've definitely been more of a caretaker in my, with my parents or with my mother specifically. And so like, I'm looking forward to like having help. Like I, yeah. I want to do this together with someone. Like I've yeah. done enough on my own and it's awesome and I'm very proud of myself. But like I think what appeals to me most about children is like creating this world. The like family. This, this family. Yeah. For Which me. not saying that a mother and right. her child I'm is not, not a family. Exactly. Absolutely like not. I'm not saying everyone's definition of what a family is is different. Well, you and I both grew up with divorced parents. Nobody's yeah. out here saying it's not a family. I just, you know, if you choose to do it on your own, I think it's a beautiful sentiment that you're like, look, I want this. This is my dream. I will have children and I'm not going to wait for a man to give totally. it to me. And I think that's Absolutely. beautiful too. But I also think it's beautiful to say like, yeah, a lot of what's really great about having kids is you get to share it with the partnership. Yeah. It. And I, that's just the beauty of being a, a, a woman, an adult that makes choices for yourself. I don't want kids at all. I know women that want, that will have a child by themselves, raise it alone, multiple kids, be a single mother. I know people that would never do it. Obviously you're saying you'd rather have a guy. I know women that, you know, it's just kind of like everybody can make their own choices about their body and their family planning and their life. Exactly. And I think everyone also like kind of wants to recreate sometimes like what they didn't have. I mean, maybe that's just me. If you come up from a family of like divorce and complicated parents, I mean, I love my complicated life now, but it took me a long time time to get there. Yeah. But when I, when I think in the future, I kind of want to create this thing that I never had, which mm -hmm. is like this nuclear, happy, safe, consistent family, you yeah. know, which, yeah. um, I think that has something to do with it too. I love that you asked that. Cause I think a lot of people are like, yeah, you did this. So what are you going to do with the yeah. eggs? Well, I love you popping asked out that. my own uh, babies. Well, Meryl, I just have to close with saying that like, obviously I think you're going to find that. Cause I think you're so wonderful Thanks, and any, Ash 
man or person, I don't know, you could be, end up being a lesbian. Who knows? Like, who is, knows? would be Honestly, lucky. I would be lucky. Would be lucky to, be, to be with you. <laughs> if only. This is one I'd of my favorite segments that we've done. I would love to be a lesbian oh, too. No. Um, and you're going to these beautiful blonde kids. Should we be it's lesbians be so annoying. together now? I know. Um, but no, I'm really glad you do this. I think you humanize the experience for people. Because I mean, yes, it's nice to hear doctor terms. But I think people, I think a lot of things you said will really land with people. And they landed with me. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I also want to say Do you ever go like, check in on your eggs? Are you like, are you still there? <laughs> hey, what's up? Mommy's I here. Because you're paying rent. More like check up on the people watching them. That's what I'm we'll saying. Be like, I would go how talk cold to them. is that crypto <laughs> freezer? Because those little babies better be great. Well, and we asked Dr. Sean, like, I'm not trying to be like a apocalyptic type of person, but like, I don't know. They could lose power. Your eggs could stay. Oh, yeah, I know. That I'm going to be there every single day. How late were you guys out last night? Buzz, buzz. <laughs> Mommy's kids. What'd you do yesterday? <laughs> yeah. You guys talking with each other? Don't hit your brother. Can you imagine if you were... Because, I mean, New York, it's crazy. Like, there's blackouts, not all the time, but, like, the city blacks out. Can you imagine... terrifying me. Can you imagine if you were... I'm sure they have generators. generators. Yeah, of course they have generators. I'm just saying, if I was... If my my eggs were frozen somewhere and I was paying rent on those motherfuckers... (laughs) Creeping outside the city blacked out, I would be making some calls. (laughs) I would show up. I would take a bike. I would take a city bike over to the place and be like, are my eggs staying cold? Are they... On ice. Where's the generators? Buzz, buzz. <laughs> Someone works oh at these fertility clinics is thinking about giving this to us for free. I guarantee, it. and they were like, "Never mind." <laughs> yeah, for no, Ashley. Well, Not we all know Ashley. where I'm going after this, and it's gonna go check on my eggs. So. Can you imagine? <laughs> I am so crazy about everything, especially when I'm putting money into it. Like, knocking. <laughs> hey guys, just here, check on the eggs. Check on the, check on the kids. <laughs> You are their worst nightmare. I would oh go God. there and talk to them. Mommy's here. Uh, <laughs> how are my little babies doing? Maybe that'll help them. You know? I like go in there. I start playing like Drake and Beyonce. They're like, they're not kids yet. I'm like, I heard that. In the, I heard children. the music in the womb is great. They're like, they're not. I don't. You don't get it. <laughs> I talk to my plants. I whisper to them. I'm I like, do I'm like your mommy's. Your mommy's okay. favorite. Now you guys are trying to. Fl- <laughs> don't, don't tell the other plants. I, I would say sorry for not watering you. No, you guys are flexing die. with your plants. You're both you both have beautiful yeah, plants. Of course. Where are your plants at? <laughs> Girl, you know Girl, I have no She has a big dead one. I right have there. no sunlight in this <laughs> trap house. And when I move into my new place, you guys Soon will come. That won't be the case. You'll come do my plant stuff for me. Um, All right. We're gonna wrap up. Yeah. Um, take well, yeah, we wanna thank you for being here. This yeah. was really special. It's one of my favorite moments of the podcast. I, I love this. I and then it, what do you feel Thanks, like if guys. people I mean, I guess it's just talk to your doctor, but if someone's considering this, obviously like you recommend your place, Trellis, then just talk to your doctor, right? Yeah, I would definitely say I loved Trellis in New York, but otherwise definitely ask your doctor, see what they have to say about it. And also just um, I don't think there's any shame in it. I don't think you should be embarrassed if you're asking about it and you could be surprised that your friends have already done it or perhaps like I've already gone through way more meetings than you have. Like I think I learned a lot from my friends when I just started talking about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I am in an older age group, but like even then I just think it, it should be more talked about. It's not that weird. And we live in a day and age where people settle down much older and it just makes sense that this is a more common, mm-hmm. you know, treatment or like a procedure and I don't think there's any shame in it I think we're lucky to have that as an option yeah I'm like yeah, why not like- use it I mean I will say something going through this whole thing every woman I met like all my my aunt my mom all these like nurses every second they're like oh I just wish I had this when I was your age yeah everyone kept saying that because this is a newer technology and mm-hmm. that's kind of weird but you know what it's medicine like yeah we're lucky to have lucky, this and sure. so like use it anyway that's it <laughs> if you can do it, do it. I mean, there's exactly. yeah, no shame, but yeah, we obviously we want to, all this stuff should be talked about more. Yeah. yeah. And what a flex. You're like, this costs 10 grand. What nice coach bag. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right, it's Friday night at 7 okay. p.m. All we right, get all right. we need to go eat something. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you, Meryl. Guys, obviously follow us at Girls Got Eat Podcast on Instagram, girlsgotteatpodcast.com and stupidliveshows.com for all the shows we just announced today and all the other ones. Girls underscore got eat on Twitter, Ash Hess and One Hungry Jew on Instagram, Meryl McD. You want some followers? Sure. Okay. What, do you, what do you want? What do you want? Yeah. What do you want? I mean, Marilyn I have Mc- like 1,000. Are you private? If I get 2,000, that would be so exciting. Are you, You're open, right? You're pro- I'm private, pro- but oh. maybe I'll go public. Go public right. Well, guys, try, give, it, give, it, give it a whirl. I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> and we'll see you guys try next it week. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.